today in 2022, there's nothing inappropriate anymore, apparently. Everything is just, you know, thinking back to when we was growing up and all the people that was kind of like dissing rap music and then just saying, like, if this is okay, what's going to be okay 10 years from now? I understand what they were saying now. Like, it's nothing is nothing's inappropriate anymore. People are all like, you should just be accepting of everything. I'm like, uh, sometimes, guys, come on. Where are we going to... Where are we gonna put a line? We gotta put a line somewhere. Like yeah, I don't like when your three-year-old looks like a 13-year-old. It's a problem. Right. Like I don't want my nephew getting out here looking like NBA young boy and shit. Like they out here wearing skinny jeans and fresh ass haircuts, jewelry, and then they all taking poses as the uh, how rappers take pictures and stuff. <laughs> like, and then all the, the young single mothers, they be like the king of the house, my king. Now like, you know why they want all, all these parents with their kids be Instagram models. Yeah, yeah. The that, worst is the ones who make their kids a social media page and then type the caption as if the kid is the one. Bruh, that I already <laughs> thought it was weird enough when people was making uh Instagram pages for their pets and then typing on it like the pet is responding <laughs> to people. But now they're making pages for their kids, and I know damn well your four year old does not know how to spell plethora. Like I know damn well. <laughs> Like, this is weird as shit. And people get mad at other people for saying, y'all don't think this is kind of weird? Why are you judging them? Hey, bro, ain't nobody judging a four-year-old, fam. Your kid want to go outside and play, and they got to shoot video content for Instagram and TikTok. They don't want to do that. They got to shoot content. They want to go ride their bike. <laughs> they shooting content you now. That is home. so true. You done got their schedule filled up for the day of different content that they can shoot and different photo shoots they can do. And all they want to do is go play with their wrestling men and play with their Barbie dolls. Yep. <laughs> nah, they trying to become they trying to become influencers at five years old now. That's, that's, like you think about it, you see on Twitter, people always it's so funny when I see like some black kid that's like nine years old, has some dope talent, sings real good or something. And all these black people start tagging Ellen. How come you won't bring him on a show? Like you bring the white kids on there, Ellen, bring him on hey, there. Like, the talk shows do be looking over the, the originators sometimes. Oh no, they look over the originators, but I'm saying we be trying to Which get them to- Which is typically a black kid. Yeah, but I'm saying they trying to, it's, why are y'all worried about Ellen to say, like there's a lot of black, talk show host and stuff too and y'all want this white woman to come and save these black kids or how about y'all just make sure to keep hyping them up you see the power of black twitter has y'all just keep right. hyping them up and apparent and eventually something's gonna catch on but also how you know that this kid and these parents weren't just posting a funny video and didn't want to become uh influencers and instagram famous like sometimes okay. maybe a kid maybe a kid really does just want to be a kid instead of an influencer it's like she was just randomly being funny and the mama called it and that was it. <laughs> right. That's, it. That was it. that's that's like a lot of times when I post stuff and I'm like, I, a lot of this stuff, I'm not trying to be famous with any of this. Now, if it could turn into a business, that would be cool and stuff. But a lot of this, I just have fun doing it. I like doing it. I do hope a lot of people see it, but I'm content at what I'm doing. I would like hey, you to- you posted a video that I've been like, why the fuck is this not viral? What? That- I, I said you posted a few videos. Where I was like, where, "Why is this not viral?" For example, that one you did the um, the Family Feud one. Oh. <laughs> was that the like, uh, I, the one that said titties? Yes, I <laughs> cried. When I say I cried watching that video, I cried because I remember that episode. <laughs> like it was so that white funny. dude was like titties. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and she was like, "No." Like, <laughs> 
Bro, that shit was so funny. Like, I died when you made that video. Like, some of them videos, I'd be like, all right, that should have got more engagement than it got. Now, every blue moon, though, every blue moon, I do be like, how is this not getting a lot more, like, likes and views? Because like, I know this one is creative and funny and shit. Like, I know. That was, that was, I literally was in my office when I watched that, and I, like, showed the people in my office, and they was all, like, like <laughs> the video was funny as hell. Like, but you know why also, was- though, a lot of times? Because the more likes you get, the longer it's going to stay fresh on people's timelines. So a lot of times, like, when it's just one of your friends and stuff, you won't always like it. You just see it, like, oh, he's hilarious, but then you keep scrolling. And so a lot of people will send. I do me have a bad habit of that. Yeah, a lot of I'm people. I'm not like do a big like of posts, like, and I try to like get in the habit of like liking my friends' posts. But like, I'll genuinely just be scrolling. I see something I left, and I scroll. I don't think to like like it or comment or no matter whose stuff it is. I just, I just be scrolling. But also, the algorithm on social media is trash. Yeah, especially on Instagram. But that's one thing I've learned to start doing because just like you, I don't like a lot of stuff. Like I see it, I'm like, this is hilarious. And I just keep scrolling and stuff. Or, man, this is dope. It's dope what they're doing. These clothes are nice or something. So I've started liking stuff more because my homegirl who works in, like, PR and marketing and stuff, she talks about she talks about all that stuff. And she's like, just because it gets a lot of views doesn't mean it's going to stay fresh on someone's timeline or whatever because the algorithm already sucks anyways, especially on Instagram. But the more likes a person gets, the fresher, the longer it's going to be fresh on the timeline. So you get more chances because mm-hmm. I've seen that like on TikTok, my videos that get the most likes are my cooking videos. They'll get, those get way more likes on TikTok than on Instagram or Facebook or anything. Everything so, is more like. TikTok and Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, Instagram I've started like noticing that. And that's why, like, my, all my students, so my students are the ones who told me to start posting on TikTok. And they was like, bro, your, your content is perfect for TikTok. They was like, leave Instagram alone. Instagram ain't going to be good enough because the algorithm sucks. Because, like, one day I'll get 140 likes on something. And then the next day, which I, a video that I think is funnier gets seven likes. Mm-hmm. Like, make it it's make weird. sense. It really is weird. I've also realized that the longer I like, I don't post on social media. I don't, you don't get like, like if I, like I'll, my views on my story is so weird. Like one day I'll get like 300 views and the next day I get like 40 views. Yep. But I've also noticed that like, if I don't like, if I go a long time without posting anything and then I post something, I won't get nothing. Yep. If I stay consistent with posting, then it's like, it jumps up. Like it's, it's weird. Yep. That's that another thing I that's learned. That's just something I noticed and I ain't even trying to be like, Yep. I ain't even trying to like be a content creator. It's just something I just noticed. Yep. That's a thing too, because I learned that with a couple things. And then like my homegirl was telling me too, but I saw it firsthand from when the pandemic started and I was just in a rut and I wasn't doing my podcast. And so I wasn't, excuse me, dropping any videos and stuff. And when I would drop like podcast clips, I was getting a whole lot of likes, a whole lot of views and even a whole and a lot of listens on my podcast and stuff. I didn't drop anything for like five or six months. I started doing that again. My first, the last one I had dropped previous when I was getting like, let's say I was getting like 500 listens, uh, um, a podcast. When I first started again, I was four listens, 11 listens, seven <laughs> listens, 12 listens, because there's a couple things. It's not just the algorithm. It's also like, if you got people that really support your stuff and really like it, and then you just don't drop anything, they lose, like they lose their, um, their excitement for it. They don't really care anymore. Like think about, I think about like shows on Netflix. Them shows will take two years to come back after the last season. And by the time it comes back, I'm like, I don't even care anymore. Or I don't even you know don't what happened. It. No, I don't care anymore. I was anymore. just talking about that. I was just talking about that. My 
supervisor was like, oh, Dead to Me is back. And I was like, bro, I've seen that. And I'm like so far removed from the second season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. That I didn't even get excited about it like I did when it when the second season came out from the first season. Because the first yep. season came out, the second season came out fairly quickly. The third season took it forever. And I had it took no two years. And I, 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 le- no I legit had that same exact conversation with my homegirl about Dead to Me because she was like, Dead to Me's back. I can't wait to watch it. And I was like, man, I totally forgot about that show. And then I've lost interest in it. <laughs> and I keep saying, and then I'm like, I'll watch it eventually. But now I'm, I don't care. I'll get to it at but some point. But then you're going to watch it. You're going to be like, what the fuck? You're going to be lost because you're going to be like, yep. I don't remember what happened. I don't remember the last thing that happened. And that's how, and so that's how. If you you have to really be consistent with all of that, unless you got to already be like hella, hella popular in order to be gone for a little bit and then post something and people still give you a lot of interest. Like you have to like a like a Frank Ocean, how he can go years without dropping anything and people be so excited still or like how like even like with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. With Rihanna, I didn't care. Like, I don't like I'm a big Rihanna fan, but now I'm like, if she drops something, I'll get to it. You know, I'm not going to lie. I got it. Like, even Kendrick. I love Kendrick. But when his album dropped, I didn't listen to I It took me like a week to finally get to it. I love the album, but it took me like a week to get to it. There's not many artists anymore. Especially, I think also because I'm older and I just got shit to do. And I'm like, also know that why am I in a rush? The music's not going to go anywhere. So I'm not in a yeah. rush to get to it. But you're not how- one of them people that... that- that if you if you ain't listened to it yet and everybody's talking about it, you may make me not want to listen to it. If women, you said if I haven't listened to it yet, but everyone's talking about it, it doesn't make me not want to listen to it. Makes you not, you know, like if you like you ain't listen to something, you get on Twitter and it's like trending. Does it make you not want to listen to it? I'm like not with music, but I'm like that with like TV shows and movies and stuff. Like I don't know why. I just like, had a whole conversation with this about somebody with somebody, and I asked the question. I was like, why is it that when people, because they had made the comment, like, they don't like listening to stuff when everybody's talking about it. Like, if it's, like, all on social media is trending, they, like, won't listen to it. And I was like, why? And they, they compared it to a TV show. They said it's just, like, a TV show. Like, everybody, and I was like, but a TV show is different, because a motherfucker mm-hmm. could tell you the whole plot, what they had on, what they said, every line yep. had started. That's different. Like, and that's, you can't really compare that to, like, Mm-mm. music. Because someone like, can't, you can't ruin, like, you can't, you can't ruin, ruin my expectations for music. Yeah. No, that's why you can listen to a song for 10 years and it never gets old to you. <laughs> like, so you put can't. it like this, put it like this. When Drake and 21 Savage dropped a couple weeks ago, I wasn't that excited because for me, Drake hasn't dropped anything for me to be excited about since like more life. That was the last thing that I was truly like, damn, this is dope. Everything yeah. in between Everything in between, he's maybe had like two or three songs that's good, but not a full length like uh, album, album or mixtape. So for this one, then I'm getting on Twitter and I've seen a lot of people hype it up, but I'm like, niggas always hype stuff up and think it's a classic within 24 hours. But then I'm seeing people that I re- I respect their music opinion and they're like, bro, this is actually dope. This is fire. And then I was like, let me go ahead and check this shit out. So that made me excited to want to check it out. But then on the opposite end, I saw people talking about Black Panther and then I saw one person kind of spoil a thing or two for me. And then I'm like, well, I'll get to it. I'm not against it, but I'm like, I'll just get to it when I get to it. But for music, it makes me want to check it out more because then I'm like, maybe this is dope and I need to listen to it. But with movies and TV, I'm like, 
eh, I'll get to it. It ain't going nowhere. And yeah, then if they ruin I'm the plot. When it comes to music and TV, if you spoil the, I don't want to know nothing. Like some people don't mind if you spoil music and TV. They be like, I don't care. You can tell me about it. Me, don't spoil nothing for me. Like mm-hmm. I want to, because nine times out of 10, I don't watch a movie over and over and over and over. I used to back in the day when we only had yep. cable, but I usually only watch it like once. And like, that gets me now. Yeah, I don't watch movies over and over anymore. I don't watch stuff over, but a song, I've listened to a song over and over and over, and I was to it for years to come, and I play that bitch back. You can't ruin music for me. Like, yeah. like your perspective can't ruin it because everybody's perspective of a song, because that's a song that I liked back in the day, but now that I'm like 32, it hit way different. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody can ruin a pers- like nobody's perspective of a song can ruin it. Like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I had a conversation with that, and I I could not for the life of me. They could not explain it to me. Because I can listen. <laughs> no, it's like is it me? Am I the slow one? Because not like think a, about it. A logical reason on why everybody talking about songs will ru- make you ruin it for you and make you not want to listen to it. Like I'm I didn't like, know hey, people. Yeah. I didn't know people thought like that and said that. Oh, I've heard people you. say that for years. Like I've heard people. I've seen people tweet like, "Oh, I can finally go listen to such and such the album because everybody's done talking about it," and I'm like. It's not a Why does that, What like, does it have like, to do with you? That's what I did. That's what I was trying to understand. And when I asked the question, I still didn't get a logical reason behind yeah, it. Yeah, that doesn't make sense because, it like, don't when, make sense. like, because, like, you it's said, like you, you could listen. Don't, it sounds like you just want to be the outcast of, like, yeah, I'm, not, I'm the only one that ain't listen to it. Oh, well, but you know, it's a lot of those and stuff, but you know, like, it's like, like you said, with music, I can listen to an album over and over, like Nas's album. I have listened to that from front to back like five or six it times is. yeah since it came out i yes. have listened to from and i with no skips just playing it over and over and over and even like with drake in 21 this is the best to me this is drake's best thing in like six years probably and i've listened mm-hmm. to that over and over and i think that's dope young jeezy's album uh drum that's a dope ass album that i've listened to over and over and phony people i've listened to that over and over as well so no one can ruin music for me because first of all everyone listens to music differently it has different ears and stuff but you can see a lot more times where a lot of people can have the same opinion on the movie a lot of times now not obviously not every movie but there's a lot of movies that a lot of people can agree and be like no that movie was whack as hell like and like you said someone can ruin it for you but no one can be like yeah uh Nas said this line on track 13 and I'll be like (laughs) oh man you ruined the song I can't listen to that, man. You just told me what he said. Because normally, if like they're posting, if they're posting lyrics on Twitter and being like Drake said this about so and so, most people are want to go listen to the song to see how or when and where he said it and stuff like. Like it was, that I think, Meg the Stallion line. That yeah, that we was talking about on Twitter that but day. But I did not hear that the way everybody else was hearing it. I'm like, am I still is it me? I thought and he was I just talking about her getting ass shots, and not getting shot. At the damn, I looked at the lyrics and I'm like, y'all not even quote, y'all taking the S off of shot, which which makes a huge difference. Like it made a huge difference in that sentence. But you I'm know like, they want but shots with an S. Y'all But like, you know they wanted to, they wanted to be drama said. though. They wanted to be also I've learned. Rap music just ain't the same today like it used to be because now I'm not one of those people talking about people are just too sensitive. But if they think the shit that rappers say today is crazy, they should have been looking at what niggas were saying back in the day and like what actual rap beef was and what people were saying about each other. But now it's like you can't say anything mean about another rapper. And then rappers, I hate when they get on social media and argue with each other instead of doing it over a song. Mm-hmm. 
Like it's just <laughs> rap rappers got like, real corny yeah. now. Like who? Well, they argue with these fans. Yeah, like nigga, why are you? I'm like, why are you argue? You don't even know this person. Never gonna see this person a day in your life. They probably can't even afford to come to your show. Right, <laughs> like for Cardi real. and Nikki and all of they these these Nikki's not a new age female rapper, but she acts like them. But all and her new fans age are female like, rappers plus Nikki. I be like, bro, y'all really be on Twitter arguing with like bro. each other and fans, fake pages. Bro. And then if you ever go underneath the comments, most of the replies be fake. <laughs> they be like Cardi stand account, Nikki yep. stand account, <laughs> Cardi B two three five, Nikki number one. Like it be like nothing but fake ass pages. And they these really uh these female rappers fans these days, the fans of the female rappers these days are probably the worst fans out there they're now. They not even real. They fucking bots. If you ever go and look under the page, they're literally bots. Like they're not real pages. That's crazy. Because like eighty like percent of the replies are fake ass pages. That's why between Cardi, Nicki, Meg The Stallion, their fan those bots and fans there are just. Y'all niggas is annoying as shit. Like, how I don't understand anyone that gets on social media and argues for a celebrity that doesn't know you. Like, that's no weird to me. That's weird as shit. I don't think I would get on Twitter to argue for someone that I do know because you're arguing with strangers that no matter what you say, like if someone's on there clowning you, talking about Patty this, Patty that, it don't matter if I get on Twitter and be like, actually. Patty just saved seven kids from a burning building and she just fed the homeless with her own money for the last two years. And Patty didn't even take a salary for five years because she was giving her money to the homeless. They still gonna be like, fuck that bitch. She ain't shit anyways. They're like, what's the what's the point of our now? But you're arguing for millionaires who don't know you, bruh. Like, what's the fucking Point like, and then I ain't gonna lie, and I'm not one of those dudes that be like, man, these female rappers suck because it's a lot of dope ones. But the ones that be going for, like, I didn't realize Cardi B only has one album. She only has one. She ain't been out that long, but she hasn't been out that long. But you would swear that she's she's one of the greatest. Bodak Yellow dropped in 2017. Correct. That was the song that like jumped off the charts, and then I think. I want to say she probably dropped her album like maybe a year or so later. And then she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then she got pregnant again. But she hasn't really been like out. Like, But you, but from her fans, you would think that she's the greatest female been out for like 10 years. Yeah, yeah, like. But she drops a butt. She drops a lot of music. And it ain't like she dropped that one album that was it. She drops a lot of singles. She drops a lot of features. She's on a lot of I features. Just, uh, so we from like, a... But we just from a different time. We from a different time when like rappers actually drop music. I feel like rappers, like the new age rappers, they're more about like Meg branding. Stallion drops a lot of. A now lot of Meg the Stallion does actually drop a lot of music. She does drop it, and I also I, I fucks with her. But a lot of their music is just not for me, and I'm not hating on them. But I think she is dope. It's just not for me. She actually does drop like, music, but most of the young ain't nobody seeing Meg the Stallion right now. What do you mean, no one like as in rappers, period? Or I mean, like for the rappers in her in her group, her age group, basically. Her not even just her age group, like what she because you know you can't put every rapper in the same category. I put like Mega Star and Cardi B, uh, City Girls, Lotto. I put all of them in like the same category because they kind of got like the same rap style and what they rap about and all that. That little group is she the best out of all of them? Yes, none of them is seeing her. 
because I, I don't li- I don't listen to all of them. I know the popular songs from most of them, but I feel like Meg Thee Stallion can like actually rap rap. Cardi B can mm. actually rap rap too, but it's just Meg Thee Stallion drops a lot of she does drop a lot of music and stuff and or whatnot. But it's albums, EPs, like and she probably just, came, she probably got popping after I think she came after Cardi. She did. She did. Well, because I remember when like so speaking of that, um, well, before we move on, welcome to another hour of the chicken and liquor hour. Uh we got the homie in the building. Um big oh patty, <laughs> big patty with an empty wine glass. Big, big patty, y'all. <laughs> got big patty in the building. Um so I just wanted to do that as she's opening a wine glass right now. Um, but I saw someone post. So we're gonna do a segment. What I'll what I'll call is I saw this on social media. So mm. speaking of what you said, I saw someone post Meg the Stallion had one of the hottest and dopest debuts ever in hip hop. And I said, that's how you know young people. Don't oh, that care song? About. Yeah, that was a little stretch. Now, that debut was, I saw that. I mean, it was dope. It was that dope. That song was dope. It really was. But, but when you go I, back into hip-hop times, like, let's just go. I'm going to just name a couple people that when they dropped, like, Drake was hot as shit. When he, like, that, those so first couple. Have a hot debut? Like I'm song? not talking about just that. I'm talking about that whole little, the whole the hotness around when these people dropped and stuff was like next level. Like when 50 Cent dropped, that was next level. Like he had the rap game in a chokehold. And they was talking about like Meg Thee Stallion had rap game in a chokehold. Wow, that was a dope ass <laughs> debut and a big song. But people yeah, like Drake, Drake, 50 Cent. Shoot, remember when 2 Chains turned into 2 Chains and wasn't Titty Boy? Like though, when the, he was hot as shit as well. I just, I hate how in, how now, especially today, People, especially young people, and from working with young people with me, I've seen that they don't think about anything that happened before them at all. So Mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, like there's been a lot of people that dropped that was huge when they like those first couple months, the first years, like the like how 50 Cent was so big back in 02, 03, 04 when he first came out. Like it was so big when he finally dropped in the club. That was fucking huge. That was all over the place. It was crazy as hell. Two Chains, that look, he had a spark for real when he came out. Like that was huge as hell as well. Then of course Drake, mixtape Drake and stuff. Like that was huge. And also I'm older now, so I don't pay attention to who's hot anymore. So I don't really, I don't necessarily know who's actually a combination of hot and dope. I can tell who's hot. But a lot of the people are hot. That don't mean they dope as hell to me. Like, um, we talked about this on a podcast with my homeboy. I said, I can tell Lil Baby is the young rapper that all of the people in my age group seem to respect a lot. Now, he was like, yeah, but I don't think a lot of your age group actually loves his music, but y'all respect him. And I said, I totally agree. Because first of all, I can't understand what the fuck he be saying. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck he be saying. But I respect him because he seems like a rapper's rapper, actually. And he takes it serious. And he's not just about like being famous and branding and being on social media and shit. And then you see a lot of the young rappers, too. They just be sampling. They don't even just be sampling music from the early 2000s. They just straight up try to remake it and don't even like flip the beat or anything and just try (laughs) to turn it into their song and stuff. I think which one was it? uh, Big Lotto? That almost like all her first leaked couple all songs. them songs. All them songs was <laughs> sample. Like it was like 130 songs, and 
they got leaked. But all the now they could also the ones that keep hitting social media to repeat. Because of course I haven't heard all 130, but the ones that I've seen that people keep posting are sample songs. But they yeah. also could be the ones that people singled out because they're sampled and they're that's you know, also true. Recognizable. That's but, also true. <laughs> but I don't know who's like the I would high... hope all 130 of my sample. I would hope all of them. I, bruh. I, so <laughs> who do you feel like you listen to the most these days? Who are like name five artists and it can be older, whatever. Like the what new are, age rappers? No, like all together, period. The Jacos and the Drakes. Oh. Yeah, it most? can be period over the last, let's say over the last two years. Can you name like what who are like five to six artists? Artist period. It don't have to be rappers or it can't be, but five or six artists that you feel like you listen to the most. J. Cole, Ari Lennox, Meg The Stallion. Um, I want to throw Drake in there. Cause he he don't drop like a dope project, but he do be dropping songs to be heavy in my rotation. Well, Drake is one of those artists that no matter what time of the year it is, somehow he always has one hot song that song. is out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always got something out there though. So he's got like a song that I that like. I will say real quick on the Drake thing. I've seen now with now my younger students coming in that are 18, 19, and 20. They aren't as big on Drake. They don't look at Drake as that huge art. They know he's huge, but they don't care about Drake as much. He's gonna be a mediocre by the time they really started caring about music. Yeah, pretty much. It's when they was developing their real opinions on music. He started coming out with them, what, dark demo tapes, whatever that shit was. A we know, and we know Drake is dope. Like, we don't, he don't put out this mediocre music. He'll be like, this nigga trash. Like, we know he can really rap because he'll do, he'll drop mediocre music, but then he'll fuck around and do something like when he dropped that EP and he was rapping his ass off on that song with Rick Ross. Mm-hmm. Or when he, or that feature that he has with, uh, fucking, Lil, um. With Lil Baby, more, uh, Wong Nah, what's that white beats. boy name? What's that white boy name? Jack Harlow? Jack Harlow. That piece, he from your Jack city? <laughs> from it's the, like, the, <laughs> he, we know he can rap and we haven't forgot that he can rap. We just know, like, at this point, he just be giving us throwaway songs. Like, here y'all go. It's like how, Uh-oh. it's like young people, they don't understand, really, they don't understand why we look at Lil Wayne and Jay-Z the way we do. They're like, why are they not even that dope? I'm like, you don't understand how big, first of all, you don't understand how big and a rock star Lil Wayne was at one point in time. And y'all don't understand just how dope Jay-Z has been, how consistently dope. The fact that he's been doing this shit for almost the 30 years. is what yeah. I always argue about with Jay-Z. Like, There's no one, what like other Jay-Z rappers is consistent Nobody can be in a fucking, nobody can be in the game during the two decades if you trash. Because, <laughs> or like, Name like one with, trash rapper to say this they can drop music at the age of 50 and been dropping it for the past, like, come on now, the man been dropping music since before you was born. Yesterday. You, nobody um, is trash can last that long. Yesterday, uh, so we're filming this the day after Thanksgiving. So on Thanksgiving, I was doing trivia and stuff with uh, my family. And one of the questions was, what artist has the most billboard, uh, the most number one albums of all time? And it was multiple choice. It was Jay-Z, Beyonce, Michael Jackson, or um, Whitney Houston. And so almost all of them, except for Janae, they are, uh, my mama and daddy both said Michael Jackson. Of course, because that's a, you would just assume Michael Jackson, but it's Jay-Z. Yeah. And I, I think Beyonce, I think Beyonce just tied them for the most number one singles of all time or something like that. But you go and look, Jay-Z has all these records. And my father was like, Jay-Z? He was like, I can't name one song Jay-Z has. 
And so Janae was like, go play some Jay-Z. She said, play like his popular like pop songs that was on the radio. And he's like, oh, I didn't know that was his song. I didn't know that was his song. I didn't know that was his song. I said, daddy, Jay-Z has been around since 1995. He's been around for almost 30 years. And he's probably the most consistent rapper. And now, if you're from course, New York, you'll probably say like 89. Yeah, they probably say 89, 90. <laughs> but I'm like, you, of course, every artist has uh, at least one or two whack albums, especially if you drop that many albums. But even Jay-Z's worst album is better than a lot of your favorite artists' best albums. But young people, they just, because Jay-Z dropped all his, most of his classics from before them, but what other rapper can be in the game that long and drop a classic album like 444? I don't like, know. I'm throwing, I, was, I was just about to say, I'm throwing, people used to say, like, all his classics came from, like, the first few albums. I'm going four forty four in the classic, and that came four forty four is a classic. Or that is the, a classic. The black but album is a classic before, too. Before four forty four came out, they acted like you know he had dropped a good album since you know like, Reason Red Out and the Black. And it's like now nah, four forty four goes in that that category. Like I'm sorry, and he that man was damn near fifty when he dropped that album. Yeah, yeah, four forty four is dope as shit. If he didn't have classics in between like when you bounce back like that like come on now like I'm, but i'm sure i bet there's not another rapper that has more classics than jay-z i bet there's no other rapper that has more classics than jay-z though and of course know. it's it's music isn't the ear of the beholder obviously it's a lot of people will be biased a lot a lot of people it's weird that I'll say, like, I remember telling someone, I was like, I actually like Blueprint 3. And it was like, you only liked it because he's your favorite rapper. I said, that's dumb. Why would I like some music just because I like an artist? So I would sit through music and try People to make myself and make, and make myself like it, even though I don't like it, just for the sake of, oh, he's my favorite rapper. No, because- People Matt tell Carter, me that when it comes to J. Cole. People tell me that all the time. They be like, oh, yeah. you just, they say I'm being biased and I'm like, if I like something, no, he's my favorite rapper because he keeps dropping music that I like. I'm not trying to force myself to like it. Like my uh, my brother-in-law, he's from North Carolina. He loves J. Cole. And I told him that I didn't like um For Your Eyes Only. I said, I, I just, and he was like, oh, that's just because you from Louisville, you trying to hate. I said, why? I said, J. Cole's one of my favorite rappers, bro. The album was just boring for me. Like I said, I'm one, I was one of those people in undergrad back in the MySpace days putting all my friends on to J. Cole, bro. I remember, I remember uh, Rodney. I was like, hey, bro, you need to listen to this new dude, J. Cole, bro. Listen to this mixtape. It's dope as hell. First of all, he said, this is the weirdest thing. Who says this? He goes, I already got enough artists to listen to. I don't need no new music. Who says something <laughs> like that? So I said, bro, listen to it over winter break. If you don't like it, I'll give you $10. He said, all right, bet. He, he calls me over winter break. It's like, yo, G., I should give you $10 for putting me on to <laughs> He said, I wasn't expecting this. But yeah, my hey, brother-in-law was like, bro, you just hating. I said, bro, good music is good music. I don't care if it comes for Soldier Boy. If the album's fire, give me a fire <laughs> album, bro. I don't give a shit. Boy. Nigga, good music is but good music. But you know, music. there are people who will be biased. You know why people think that? Because there are people who will hate an artist so much that when they do drop something dope, they refuse to, they refuse to acknowledge that it's dope. Because See, that's, that's so, I don't have any artists that I just like hate because I know every artist has probably at least dropped one or two songs weird, that I can fuck with. Because it's weird to hate an artist? Because it's weird? Yes, weird. that's weird It's weird to hate celebrities. It's weird to hate celebrities, period. Let's start. To hate, yeah, to hate, hate somebody you period. don't know. When people hate. <laughs> 
I always found that weird. To hate somebody <laughs> that hasn't done anything to you. That's the crazy part. <laughs> like, no, I, hate, I hate Drake. And I'm like, like hey, is, do y'all realize how strong the word hate is? Like, how right. Won't you just, can't you just be, like, can't you just be indifferent and not, not have any feelings towards them? Like, I just, a lot of feelings to have on somebody you've never seen in person. <laughs> to for like Drake has literally done nothing to you. Once you just say, I don't care for most of his music. See how simple that is? Like for me, like even with Frank Ocean, I've recognized Frank Ocean's talented as hell. I don't think he's that dope as people claim he is. They act like he But is. you see how you could do that though? Like people don't have like a in the middle. Like I'll be like, Yeah, <laughs> I can say like like I wreck like for Lil Baby, for example, like I, not my cup of tea, not really music dollars too. There are also songs. This guy. There are some songs of little babies that I like, but do I think he's as dope as everybody else? No. Am I but when I think with his with his credit, no, I really think that he's talented. But people don't have it in the middle. It's either you dope as fuck or you trash. Yeah, we, we saw this coming. Trash. We saw this coming back when we was in like the undergrad time when if you didn't like something, that meant you was hating and now everything has to be the extreme. And like you said, you have to be either a classic, goat, dope, or you're fucking trash and you don't deserve to have any success in the world. <laughs> I'm like, God dang, like I'm like, I'm not a huge fan of future, but I recognize there's some songs that yes, I can bump. <laughs> But now, because especially because I got a lot of young homies now, and they call everything either a uh, goat or trash. I'm like, bro, you like where is it in the middle, <laughs> bro? Like someone has to be in the middle, bro. Like it's like with basketball. Like just because someone's not LeBron or Michael Jordan doesn't mean that they're the worst player of all time. <laughs> like, dude, give me where's the right players? I hate players? hearing people call. Like I hate getting on social media and seeing somebody take on music and they say trash. They be like, it's trash. This artist is trash. This song is trash. And I'm like, bro, trash is a strong word. Can we use the scale one to ten? Can right. we please use the scale? Can we just because say it's a trash five? Trash is one. Trash being one. And five and five. You cannot is just... say everything is a one just because you don't like it. Right. Some things <laughs> are five. Sense. Some things are five. Some things are just a five, and it does what it needs to do. And like some albums, I like it and I enjoyed it for a couple weeks, and I'm just not listening to it for a while. Like it's okay. It's it's really. If I get okay. in somebody's car and they play a song that's a six, I I can deal with that. I, yeah. I can deal with a six. I can bump to a song in somebody else's car for three minutes. It's okay. Like it's not a win. It's my not like girl, bro. Can you turn this shit the fuck off? Yeah, my homegirl is like <laughs> my homegirl is dedicated to not liking Dej Loaf. She is dedicated to it. Like she hates okay. Dave Love. Very random. And she said none of her music's good. Her voice, I can understand this part because she just hates some people's voice is just gonna be annoying to you. Like you just can't take it. And she just doesn't like her voice. But I sent her a song with this uh West Coast rapper named Kamaya. Kamaya's dope as shit. One of my favorite albums of the I year. I know who Kamaya is. Yeah, and she's got a song on her last album with Dej Love, and the song's dope as shit. I sent it. I said, there's no way you don't like this. She said, oh, the song is dope. Just take Dej Love off. She ruined it. I'm like, bruh. And she, bias. She's dedicated That's to bias. it. It is. It is like, bruh. I like. Lil Boosie's voice has always annoyed me. I just, I hate his voice so much. But there's at least seven songs from, and he has a big catalog. There's at least six to seven songs that I'm like, oh, I can play this. I can listen to it in the gym, at the party, getting drunk, in the car. Like, I can do that. But people are, like, in 2022, 
people are dedicated to hate. They are dedicated. No, you know what? You know the problem is people don't like people don't like to change their mind. So if five years ago you said you didn't like something or somebody, you have to stick to it. Even <laughs> if it grew on you, even if a few things kind of tweaked you, like, okay, it's not that bad. You have to in your mind you might say it, but you can't you can't admit it to people. Yep. You have to stick to it. Like I hated it five years ago, I'm gonna hate it for life. You, <laughs> you cannot know admit like? out loud that you want that people do that with food. People I was about to say, you know what that's like though? What that's like? It's like with your parents. I'll be eating, I was eating like asparagus. You I thought you didn't like asparagus. I'm like, I do know you oh, didn't I like it as a kid. I, you didn't like it as a kid, I like do mama. Not like I'm, that. It's like, I'm in my 30s. Can I evolve? <laughs> right. Can I grow? I hate when people be like, I thought you didn't like that. It's like, goddamn bitch, I thought you did three years ago. Right. Let it's it like, go. If you watch, like, that's that's definitely how sports media and sports social media and stuff is now. If someone says that, if that they're it's the beginning of the season. And they're like, who's your take to be the MVP or who you think is going to win the championship? So it could be, or I think the Suns are going to win the championship. And then it's February. And you're like, you know what? I changed my mind. I think it's going to be the Grizzlies. You said Suns at the beginning of the season. Well, I didn't know the Suns was going to play this shitty. I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know so-and-so was going to get injured. I didn't know they was going to trade so-and-so. No, you got to stick to what you said. Why? If, if you are giving new information, why wouldn't you change your mind? Like someone, I was talking about Kanye the other day. And I was like, I said, man, he used to be my one of my favorite. I said, Jay-Z was always my favorite rapper, but Kanye was one of my favorite artists of all time. And I uh, and so I had mentioned, I was like, I can't fool with Kanye for real anymore. I thought he was one of your favorite artists of all time. I said he was, and then he started dropping Yeezus and Life of Pablo and all this bullshit that I don't like. So now I'm taking him out. No, you got to stick to it. Why would I stick to it? My top five changes all the time. Right, it should like imagine you saying seven, whatever restaurant seven nine years ago, fabulous was in my top five. <laughs> right, hey, yeah, like it six, changes about seven nine <laughs> years ago. The game was in my top five also. <laughs> like, but imagine you it go changes. to a re- like imagine you go to a restaurant and you like, man, this has been my favorite restaurant my whole life. Then all of a sudden they get a new chef. And they start cooking mediocre food. Then the drinks are expensive all of a sudden. And it used to be cheaper. And now you're like, I don't fuck with it no more. I thought it was your favorite. Well, not anymore. It used to be different. Like, if I go back to Bowling Green now, and those Mexican restaurants that I used to like back then, and now that I've had all these, after I've lived in Florida, bro, why would I still like, nah, this is better. Like, get the fuck. That wouldn't make any sense. At all, I didn't, my, my palate has changed. My taste buds have changed. I have been put on to some really dope Mexican and Cuban food and actual real dope margaritas and strong drinks. That I also realized good, authentic Mexican food be way cheaper than the fake shit at these fake bougie restaurants. So why would I still be like, nah, El Mars and Bowling Green is, is killing this. Our Pretos is the best of all time. Like, no, I can't. Hey, not Pretos. <laughs> hey, back then, hey, in 2012, Pretos was fire. It really was. It was. Also, my 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 palate was not as expanded. Yeah, you it. hadn't tried as much back then. Yeah. That's like what, what we was talking about before we got, we was talking about alcohol. Like back then, I was drinking Burnett's vodka and Thinking that's how alcohol's supposed to taste, throwing shots back. Hey, I, I thought I was supposed to be sick and throwing up the next morning every time. <laughs> that's what I thought. Bro, Burnett's vodka had a wide variety of rules in college, but bro, it's it take up like three shelves. Coffee, Burnett's. Like coffee. 
grape, <laughs> like this. lemon lime. It's tastes so like Robitussin. Like this shit is true. We would have had a field day when we was in college to follow flavors. We, and we thought, and I'm, we thought we was like really making cocktails and shit with these nasty ass. <laughs> I remember, I never forget, we was I was having a barbecue, it was during the summer, and a DJ texted me, said, what y'all doing? I was like, we barbecuing, come over to the crib, we making drinks. It's all cool, we making drinks? He comes over, we're making uh, pink lemonade brunettes with ginger ale and pink lemonade, like, we really making cocktails over here, this nasty ass, and brunettes was what, $5.99 for a big ass bottle, Bro, too? About to be this big. Nigga, we thought we was the star. No, I remember like, DJ coming to your house with Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, um, I still can't. They used to drink. Yep, him and Isaiah used to drink that shit back in the day. <laughs> That's some old man shit. If I'm ever done that, that I don't know. About even that. back then, even back then, I was like, bro, this that was too old for us. <laughs> Isaiah used to Isaiah used to be in the dorm room, laying across his bed with Mad Dog inside of a brown paper bag, like he was a wino on the corner. I remember DJ used to come. Which like, what you drinking? He tried to pull it out, like he was ashamed. Yeah. <laughs> Just, and leaving it in the bag, drinking it like like you on the corner somewhere, like a wino, bro. And so imagine, imagine he you go. He was drinking down because he knew he was drinking some bullshit. But imagine if today in 2022 you go over to DJ's house when he's got two kids and a wife, and he's sitting there drinking Mad Dog on the back porch. I feel like Megan would never let him sit around drinking a Mad Dog. Hell no, <laughs> like she would never. I would, I would clown the shit out of him in there drinking Mad Dog, and then and then one of us would be like, "You used to drink it back in 2011, though." So you don't like it no more. Like, damn, bro, can I grow up? I graduated college. No, look, no, you can't grow. You can't grow. Remember, you used to say, you used to say this in 2006, nigga. That was, nigga. I was, I was like 15. What the fuck are you talking? I was 18, bro. I'm 34. I've had some real life experiences now, and I have changed my mind on some shit. Now that I understand. Like I under I remember I remember when I was in Florida, it was probably like 2015 and stuff, and just talking to a lot of different my homegirls. And I was like, I didn't know that black women ever felt like felt weak or insecure and stuff because I was so used to being around like black women in my life just always appear strong. Well, they wouldn't let you know that they felt weak, you know. So someone it's like how kids look at their parents as like superheroes a lot of times until you see them in a spot in a place of vulnerability or a weakness or whatever and as you get older you're like damn i didn't know my mama felt this way i didn't know my father was feeling that way or you're an adult now you're like damn i get it man i get it as an adult life had to be hard for my mama life had to be difficult and now imagine someone being like oh so now you understand your parents so why don't you think they like bro I, I was six I, I didn't know they was they was insecure about anything like just imagine somebody saying some shit like that. Like people are stupid as hell. No, like, they really are. Like you, like you're supposed to be able to change your opinion on something when you get new information. If you haven't, that's what the problem is. Yeah, if you're still the same you exact person, I mean, the mind is not evolving. Mean, you have not studied your body. I mean, some things you can have a strong opinion on for life, but like you should constantly evolve with like experiences. How much more wise you come become because of course mm -hmm. like you know that you become more wise the older you get the more you experience. So if you're 30 and you still get the same opinions, you still think the exact same way, you still got the same perspective of when you was 20. Something's wrong. That's that's the problem right there. Like, Something's wrong. Like, like look at you, it. You don't know it all. Like take it back around to music. 
Look at your favorite artists, their music evolves. Jay-Z used to make big pimping back in the day. And now he makes music about expensive art and being a good husband and a good father and a family man and shit. Like he talks about being there for his kids and investing in the future. Why would he still be making big pimping at 45 while he's married, bruh? <laughs> I would be... I, I wouldn't even be like, you know, I can't really fool with hoes for real like that anymore. Like, because <laughs> think about and like, this isn't to like shame or dog out Future, but he's still making the same shit he's been making since the beginning. Future, and Future's been really, he really, he's been really he doing his thing. Forward. Right. It's like at some point, I ain't talking about you got to start talking about marriage and shit, but something has to evolve. Like, all my favorite artists, they you see them evolve with Mac Miller was one of my favorite artists and you saw him and he was young when he passed away but his music from his mixtape days to when he passed away evolved like crazy over each album I don't understand those people that and I like I said music's in the ear of the beholder that might be a good name for this uh episode but <laughs> but I like understand it, those <laughs> Everything's in the ear. Right. But I don't understand those people that can still like love those artists who make the same exact music that they've been making. And they're like 10 years in the game. I get it. Like if five years from 20 to 25, it may not change a whole lot, a little bit, but not a whole lot. But your favorite artist has been in the game for 10, 12 years and they still talk about the same, the same shit. Okay. Okay. So I really want to like this Drake and 21 Savage album, but Drake decided to team up with a young ass artist and make a he went man woman hate a bitter ass album. Don't sit well with me. Like it, no, it does it no. Grow up. That is definitely that <laughs> I did I say try that. Not to judge it because I'm like I, I'm trying not to judge it because I'm like all these female artists, you know, they make fuck nigga music all day. But long how? Long. But how old are those? But Drake artists, is like though. seasoned in the game. Thank you. Like, yeah. Older. You season. What else we get to talk about? Not even just. What not even just older though. Drake has been. Drake has been hot. Literally killing this shit since like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Not just over a decade for like fifteen years almost. Almost fifteen years you've been doing this, and it is wild that you still like kind of on your Marvin's room type of vibe. Like not the same song, <laughs> but talk about the same shit. Like, no, still, it's really that vibe. You're still like, a whiny. You, you're still a whiny it's ass like dude. Bitter. Like, what else have you... So, I remember years ago, I remember telling somebody, like, who's going kind of back and forth about music. It was years, years ago. It was kind of going back and forth about music. And the artists that they was, like, saying that they liked, I just couldn't get down with. Yeah. And I said, I made a comment, and I said, I like I like my music with some substance. And they was like, okay, you listen to Drake. What substance is this nigga rap about? You know, he just... And I'm like, you know, at the time... I, but Drake time, has some music like, with substance, though. Yeah, but all his... It was all... It was tailored around like feelings and emotions, and it really boiled down to women. Which to me, at the time, I was like, "That's fine." Like y'all so used to me and not showing no type of emotions and being vulnerable, that's a problem. But now, like umpteen years later, my nigga, oh, I don't went too far past. What the else line do you now? have to talk about? But <laughs> he's also Drake. Like about? working with college <laughs> kids, I've seen Drake has created a whole era of whiny crybaby. Um, just soft ass dudes though. It they was just cool and I defended it at first, but it's like at first I was like, this is the problem. Like y'all say black women are the reason men can't be vulnerable, but then when you got a man 
who is writing music and he's being vulnerable and he's expressing his emotions. Y'all calling that nigga soft. I used to defend Drake to the fullest because it was very contradictory of how much they hated Drake's music to what mm-hmm. they try to say black men can't be in the world. Because black men was the main ones who didn't like Drake's music. But now Man, it's like, I, I used to, bro, hey, I used to get clowned. I used to get clowned for liking Drake. About? I used to get clowned for liking Drake. They used to call me soft and gay back in the day for fucking with Drake. Like, like black men used to do that. I think the problem with a lot yeah, of guys are... I used to feel like that shit was a... Con- that's, I, that was like the iron... I'm like, it doesn't make sense because I'm just like, how do y'all hate his music? But then y'all get on social media and swear like, black men don't have nobody to invite me. Black men can't be emotional. And I'm like, this man is literally showing y'all that he can be all of that. Y'all y'all the ones calling him soft. Well, you know, it's... We but you, love know, you know the problem about that is... A lot of men, they have one woman that called them gay or for being vulnerable or whatever. And then they try to, like a lot of people do, you have that one person that did this and then you project it onto every single other woman. And I'm like, hey, bro, you had, it was that one chick or maybe two. Or, but That's you why men get their heart broke at 14 and they, be, and they still, they I'll, like, never, oh, yeah, I'll never love a bitch. <laughs> well, what was it? When I was in the eighth grade, I'm like, nigga, you was 33. You mean to tell you've been dogging all of these women because something happened when you was in eighth grade. <laughs> but you know, it's the same as all these people now that talk about, I'll never mess with a Sagittarius. I'll never mess with a Taurus. I hate Pisces. Like, bro, you had one, you got to act. I had two. Oh, wow. Two people. Same. They acted the, they mirrored each other. You know what's even more fucked up is they acted like they was better than each other because they knew each other. And they used to act like the other one was. Like, nigga, y'all the same fucking people. They birthday I just, days apart. I just they both get they were both Tauruses. Their birthdays days apart. And when I say every negative trick that the Taurus had, they, they embodied that shit times 10. It's kind of wild. I never believed that shit until I dated two of the same Zodiac signs. And like they was both, they was the same fucking people. It was kind of wild. But think and about it, was, it though. But oh. think about it this though. Think about it like this. That's two people out of the probably hundreds of thousands or millions of people that are also tourists that may not be like that's but only, you know that's not a good if survey. it was like <laughs> one if it was like the first terrible tourists and then I met a few more and they was all right and then like it was like I met a tour I never had never dated a tourist before. Well I dated a tourist and then I had never dated a tourist and I dated another tourist and they was the same fucking people. But come it's on same. like but it's that same. would be back but back. that that would be back like back. me that would be like me saying I dated that, like I had that one chick from Mississippi that was fucking all over the place and crazy. All Mississippi women are like this. Like, ain't what I said. You said one. I'm just saying it was hard. I am not a, I like I I like Zodiac for G weird shit. You know, for what shit? I'm not like I'm not one. Like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. What did you you like Zodiac for what? I've been around. I've been around white people so much. But you know, you say G weird. This for G Wiz. What the fuck? Wait a minute. You ain't never heard that term? I work around a lot of white people. Wait a minute. For a G Wiz. I like I like Zodiac for like fun fact shit, conversation starters, stuff. Okay, yeah. Okay. I I like it. But I've never been one of them people who's like, I hate all these people because they all act like this. I hate all these people. I've never been like that. That's social media now. I'm a cancer and I've like dealt with that shit through and fucking through. Like people who are legit my friends and know me will like talk about, I hate cancers because they this and they like, but you've never seen me do that. Like, like, so I've never been that person because I actually don't like that shit. Cause I actually hate all the stereotypes that come with cancer. 
with cancers because I like embody like none of that shit. But when I met this, when I dated these tourists, I'm like, damn, bro, I see why people act like that because these niggas is the same. They do the same shit. They both are the same. Like all the negative traits that tourists have, they had them shits to have seen and they both did that shit. One was worse than the other, but they both did that I shit. I will say there are certain things that when people will like, will talk about like Pisces or like my homegirl dated this guy. He was a Pisces. Me and him actually have the same exact birthday. And she would talk about certain things with him. I was like, all right, some of that sounds like me. <laughs> like some of that sounds like me. So I was like, some of that. And sometimes, it do, sometimes it do be a little area of how it like matches up. It do be. But for the most part, it's like, it's just a thing on social media now where they're just like, they act like the whole group of a tourist of a whatever sign is. I'll never again because this is so, my ex. So people, what people fail to realize when they look into these zodiac signs is that because I read up on this shit and it will literally say like a zodiac, a zodiac sign, like for example, Taurus and Cancer is supposed to be like the perfect match, right? Like in the zodiac sign, they supposed to be like great matches. They supposed to make great partners, all of that shit. But it literally says, literally says. Once a Taurus finds themselves and matures, they become a perfect match. And it's like that with every zodiac sign. Every zodiac sign has to come to a certain part of maturity to let go of all of those like negative traits. So just because a person is a certain sign, they're known to have these certain traits, don't mean that they're that's in their that's like in their in their character. Because they could be very mature. And like have learned and found themselves and all of that stuff and aware of that shit and they move past it. It literally says that when you read into it, but people don't read that deep into zodiac signs. They just know that they say, "Here's the pros, here's the yeah. cons." <laughs> this nigga got all these cons, and that's what it is. What you say your sign is? I'm a Cancer. So I just looked up. It says that Cancer. We're both water signs, my nigga. What's that mean? <laughs> We're both water signs. It says that we make a perfect match. We get the same. I'm shocked by that. Really? Yeah, because you know they usually say like two, like because we both water signs, they usually say like two sensitive signs can't coexist. I see. I don't know a whole lot about. I know like the very surface level stuff of this. I just know they so. usually will say that. Like they also say cancers and cancers don't know. Maybe they do say cancers and cancers make a good match. Like I like milk cancers like a lot, like a lot. But usually mm. they say the same signs don't be a good matchup. But like they are both I, a romantic I, water sign that share the same need for intimacy and emotional connection. I and usually like every male can like women be like I hate male cancers. Every male cancer I know is funny as shit and they chill as shit. I've never met a male cancer to like do too much. Is that Paula cancer? Paula can chill as shit and funny as shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never met a male cancer to like do all this extra shit that like women say that male cancers do. I've only ever dated one male cancer. He wasn't even my type, and that nigga, that nigga, ended up getting a hold on me for like six months. And I didn't even like the nigga. I don't even know how I got. I don't even know how that happened. And well, because. And one, one, and then I'm aside from Paul because I've been knowing Paul forever. But there was just two other guy male cancers that I got like really, really cool with. Them like them was really my niggas, and I'm just like I don't, I don't see what y'all see. And I was like maybe it's because I'm a cancer. I don't know. But every male cancer I know is like funny as fuck, and they really don't be like these super emotional people like people say that they are. They just I say if I base if I just base it on regular human emotions is what they yeah. have. And they don't be like, I'm fine. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, if I just, ba if I but base it, fine. obviously, 
if I just base it all on Paul, he's he. They say they they say cancer men are emotional. Yeah. See, if I'm just basing it on Paul, I'm like, I Paul's the. He's definitely not emotional. He's the one that you got to be really, really close to him for him to show any type of emotions to you and all that. Like, he's got to be like he's like he's so any. He's also an old country. He's also from the country, and very <laughs> like old school and southern like too. And you know those older guys aren't going to show emotions. Period. To be honest, but yeah, but yeah. shoot, um, what's her name? Old girl that I was messing with from Mississippi. She's a from she's a cancer then and she, she's very different from you. She's very <laughs> she, she's very different from you. She's a, a whole lot more extra than you. Like she's got a lot of she's very an, a lot more animated as well. And she's not as like you're a lot more you're a lot more understanding than she is. She's not very much so understanding. And also, she's very much. I don't like calling. But you know, that's that's actually a that's actually a cancer trait because we're very empathetic. Well, she fucking was. I will say for her career path because she's like a, a mental health professional. Her career path is empathetic, but as a personal social <laughs> level, she wasn't very empathetic. That <laughs> wasn't empathetic at, at fucking all. That was. That was exhausting. Uh, before I go down a rabbit hole, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back before I go down a rabbit hole. All right, we back. Chicken to look at our we got a uh, big patty in the building. Uh, Patty the Stallion, Patty the Stallion in the building. Uh, <laughs> uh Patty dragging all that wagon, the stallion patty. Well, as Sharicia uh, like to say, Patty with the fatty. Patty with the fatty. Patty. Oh no, it used to be Patty with the fatty. Now she say Patty the Batty with the fatty. I'll be like, I like these nicknames coming. I like Patty <laughs> the Batty. I like Patty the Batty. Because um Patty with the fatty is false advertisement. And we don't you always hating on me. You're the only person that <laughs> It's like I'm not out here. The only person. You know, I told somebody that I said the only people out here to act like I ain't got no ass is women and Will. And they said, can you really trust Will's opinion? And this was a guy who said this. They said, can you really trust Will's opinion? I was like, you know what? You're right. Yes, you, really you can. Because no, you be hating on me. <laughs> I was like, you're right. I never thought about it like that. I just, I just here to. Uh, Give you the God's honest truth. He's trying to humble me. I don't need humble. Women and will. First of all, I don't try to humble you at all because you don't need no humbling, boo boo. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Because I felt like after I said it, it felt like I was saying something mean or something. <laughs> and I didn't mean it like that. So I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Oh, um, dear. Um, for, so I want to have a segment called Why Can't We Let People Have Fun? And this okay. comes from social media. Uh, we actually talked about this on social media. Why is everybody hating on folk talking about charcuterie boards? And they got to make sure they let them know. There's no the charcuterie board. Why does it fucking matter? Let people have fun. Now, it was funny when that, what was it? The uh, the little taco bar or something? I mean, not the taco bar, the uh, pizza. And oh, yeah. <laughs> 
It was a pizza, bro. <laughs> it was just a pizza. It wasn't even <laughs> like a. <laughs> it wasn't even like it answer. was. I got an answer for that. Okay. Because black people, when things get popular amongst black people, they can't just let us have it. Like niggas like to be different. Like I swear, like. As soon as black people love something, it's got to be like, oh, it's, it's basic now. Now it's basic. Now they don't want nothing to do with it. That's they did that with uh, an undergrad. They did that with Michael Kors. As soon as all the black folks and started wearing Michael uh, watches and purses and all that, all these other black people, that's basic as shit. Why y'all wearing that fake shit? That shit's trash. I'm like, I thought it was nice. I was buying it for my girlfriend and everything at the time. Black people only like shit when it's exclusive to white people. As soon as it get popular in the black community, it's no longer exclusive to us. They want to be so different. It's, it's pretty fucking white. People are annoying as hell. <laughs> it's pretty white. Just it's let the people same have thing. fun. It's the same thing with like, like when niggas talk about oh, all these bitches just want to make tacos and 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 Alfredo. Like it's it's something that is funny like, though. <laughs> It some became popular and they seen a lot of black people doing it and all of a sudden it's too basic for your woman to make that meal for you. And it's simple. Like you let can them, cook like you can cook for your like you can cook for yourself or something. Like nigga, if she wasn't right. Really, <laughs> right, like you can cook for yourself, nigga. <laughs> but all of a sudden you seen it on social media a whole lot and you know also it's just like with uh which I thought that. this, I thought this was funny, but on social media, I saw a girl talk about, and all y'all friends giving it was gonna be a uh, Hennessy infused Alfredo and hookah, and all of y'all uh, friends givings, and I was like, oh, it's definitely gonna be that. But it's like, yeah, I've never like, been to a friends giving with with Alfredo and hookah. But if it was, uh, I'm gonna smoke the shit out of that hookah and I'm gonna eat that Alfredo. Like, what I was about to, uh, well, here what in Atlanta, if you was here in Atlanta, you would have been to about two or three friends givings. With exactly that, because a couple, several of my friends really invited be me. You making there. Alfredo like that? Because I hardly ever make Alfredo. I will say, at our age group now, people don't as much. I think that's more of the early twenties and stuff like that. Where I feel like in that. college we made it a lot, but we was fucking broke, and it's a cheap ass meal to make. <laughs> like so what? But you know they can't. <laughs> but soon, as soon as, as soon as, let's say you're at work and just talking. Yeah, I made some Alfredo. How'd you make it? And if you say I had a jar, of, you, you made can. a jar, of, and they can't wait to judge you. They cannot wait. Like I don't give a fuck. I go back and forth. I go back and forth because sometimes a bitch ain't got time for all that extra shit. And even though it's not a lot of extra shit, but I said it's a lot simple. of simple. If I do a big grocery trip, I will buy cans of Alfredo just in case I want to make a quick meal. But if I yeah. just like plan out my meal for the day and I go to the grocery store, then yes, I'll do it the right way. But I don't have no problem saying I use my fucking Prego or whatever. Sometimes I'll make my Alfredo sauce. Sometimes I'll make it. Sometimes but you I know, use ragu. But you know, that's so a who way. Gonna judge me? People, well, people trying to, who's going to check me, boo-boo? Um, that's and if a way, I want you a to-go play, your ass going to smash sure it. Will. So but up. you know, that's a way people judging other folks for simple stuff like that that's the way of putting themselves on a pedestal to make themselves think that they're better than them because like somewhere like when i when i posted something about the charcuterie or whatever somebody i can't remember who it was retweeted and was like this shit ain't no charcuterie board this is this and i'm like bro what and what does it make what is this doing to your day for you to say this does this make you feel better about yourself all of a sudden like, get the fuck out of here. Like, people just you got them people to be like, themselves. niggas is just now discovering charcuterie boards. I've been, I've been eating charcuterie boards for 10 years. Ooh, congratulations, <laughs> niggas. Congratulations. 
that's gonna be the name of this podcast. Congratulations. <laughs> Y'all you gonna get banned on all you gonna get banned on all stream sites. Make sure you put the little asterisk mark. Right. But people just so annoying. They get on people Twitter. are annoying. It's like it's like why it's an insecure. Honestly, I try not to get annoyed by it because I know it's deep rooted into like an insecurity thing. Because if you are so dead set on being the only one or the first to know something or like all of that, or you just so above something that's so simple, it's really just a deep rooted insecurity thing. And I try to annoy it, but at the, I try to ignore it. But at the same time, it's annoying. Like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. You see a group of black people getting together, they make a video, they having fun and all that shit. And instead of us like being happy that we can get together and have fun because we, first of all, we watching this fucking Shankilla Robinson thing, a group of black people going to trip and they killed this girl. And quite often we see us in the news getting killed off or whatever, whatever, going to jail and all of this and that. So when people make fun content and they just having fun with their friends, let it be that. Cause we have enough terrible news about us. Like, let it be that. I don't understand. If she won't bring pieces and call it Shakurdi, let her bring pieces and call it Shakuchi. Like, it is what it is. Because <laughs> guess what? It looked like they was having fun. Because they was bringing all kinds of shit, too. They was having a great time when nobody getting killed, when nobody getting shot, when right. nobody, nobody baby running around with no crazy-ass diaper on. No one like, was... Uh, it like they was having good, clean, adult fun. And no let one was frying chicken out of a dryer... Or (laughs) no one was cleaning greens in a bathtub. So they was having good, clean fun, like good germ-free. That's that's my biggest fear about social media. Like even like this shit, like me being on this social media, like Mm -hmm. yo yo thing and talking. My biggest fear is that like I'm I'm nobody. I'm a nobody. I don't get a lot of views, a lot of likes, a lot of none of that shit. But I talk my shit, and I would hate for the one person to get across some something. Crop it, cut it, and then they somebody who got a lot of followings, and then like people like just drag the fuck out of me, cause I say a lot of shit that people could probably drag me. And that's when I would deactivate Twitter. I'm just having good, clean fun with my homeboy, Mm -hmm. and we chopping it up and catching up, and y'all like really making this. Like, why y'all do me like this? That's like so. One day, some dude posted said, "Uh, Black Kings, post the pictures of your uh, beards flourishing." And so this girl tagged me said, "Will post a picture of you." And I was, you know, I don't never do shit like that. And I posted, and the dude whose thread it was, he was I'm about to ride this nigga out all them weak ass patches in your beard. And I was like, bro, yeah, patches in your beard. That's what I was thinking. I was right. And then, but then I found myself in a little insecurity. I went and looked. I said, do I have patches in my beard? <laughs> and my my homegirl responded, she said, don't pay no attention to him. Your beard looks good. And then a bunch of women showed him, be like, you look good. You look good. So they were showing me love. But I'm like, damn, nigga, what did it do for you to say that to me? What would, what did that That's how I feel when you always making a point to tell me that I ain't got no ass. Patty, come on. Patty. I didn't say you don't have any ass. You just you don't have a fatty. Said that. You just you definitely you know, you know. Hold on, Patty. We were talking about no one minute. No. That's See, from I used to I used to say that you need to let it go. Have a, BB, a bitch out here got a regular ass body. And I ain't got First no of all, you don't have you don't have a regular body. I have a regular body. I do no, have a regular you, body. No, you have a really nice body. That's not a nice body. It's not a regular. No, I'm body. saying I have a regular body, as in like it's easy to compare. Like, well, it ain't this. <laughs> well, First it ain't of all, that. I have not I said. I haven't said you don't have any ass. And like we said earlier in this you podcast, said that. 
Patty, you're gonna let this black man talk? So I have not said that since like 2014. And like we said earlier in this podcast, some things evolve and change. You need to let certain shit go. I haven't said that in eight years that you ain't had ass. All I said was, you don't have a fatty. Just come, And like we said, just because it's not one well, extreme. I don't have a fatty type body. Thank you. That's all I said. That's all I said. You don't, well, you kind of no, do have but, a fatty type. Like, you do have a fatty type body. I do not have a fatty type body. Uh, have you, like, your upper body, that's a, you got a fatty, you got two fatty twins up there. Bro, I'm very slim is what my, my frame is very slim is my point. So, but you can be so slim. I'm not going to have a fatty. No, my my body's very perfectly proportioned. Everything matches. Everything goes well. It's perfectly fine. What you trying to say? You said your body matches because them titties big as shit and your butt is. My body matches my body. My <laughs> titties match my body. You know what? I'm not going to let you do this to me. This is only you. It's really only you. It's only you. Because I look in the mirror and I see something and then everybody else comes yeah, I look and I see something. Then I get around you and you start telling me something totally different because I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? What is it's he just, talking about? It's almost pretty much like, it's like I just got to keep it going now and not let it go. It's like, I don't even mean it 90% of the time. There's 10% of the time. Bro, right, you been telling me I ain't had no ass since college. Well, no. Once again, I, back then I said you didn't have any ass. <laughs> now I'm just saying you don't have a fatty, but it doesn't have to be one extreme or the other extreme. Sometimes it can just be a seven. Shut up. <laughs> why, can't you, why can't it be like if, if a 10 is thicker than cold peanut butter and a one is no ass, why can't you just be a 6.9? Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Because you're not going to act like you make sense. Moving on. I mean, I feel like it kind of makes sense. But at this point, it's like I just got to keep it going <laughs> and I don't even have to mean it anymore. Um, we was talking about why can't we let people have fun, but going back to when I was oh yeah, it's, it's a black we, it's just niggas, niggas. They want to be so much better. We want I don't think so it's better. it's it's not just niggas. I mean, well, white people do too, but we're not talking about white people right now. We don't care about that. So I don't know. See, the thing is no, nah, they do it because I heard my not, students talk. A lot of thing isn't just in the black community, but like for example, the white women I work with love little women. I've never heard them be act like Lululemon ain't that popular, ain't that cool because every white woman loves Lululemon. Never heard now, that. Now, at work, like, I'll I have come heard in my... and they be like, oh, I got this new Lululemon shirt. They've been saying this shit for like two years. Why how, how, old are, how old are they? How old are they? All different ranges. Like my, my supervisor is in her 40s and she was talking about how her daughter is a teenager wants like some Lululemon a jacket or some shit like that. And she was like, I'm about to go to play those closets and find it because I'm not paying all that money for her. But she likes the stuff. And then I have another coworker who's like 20, I don't know, she's like 25 or something. She works out a lot and she loves their clothes. They all talk about the shit. They love it. But like black people will have a brand that we all, except for me. And I feel like it's more so on a women thing. But because y'all will y'all been loving Jordans and forces forever and a day, and y'all ain't never been like everybody in the club got these Jordans on. <laughs> y'all walk in the club with the same fucking pair of shoes on and do not care. But like women, like women and men do it to us women as well. It's like if we like a brand and then everybody starts liking it, all of a sudden we're above that. It's basic. It's so basic now. And I I I, I personally don't see that within the white community of the people that I work with. I think I, I will say. say 
I think it's also a Gen Z thing where they love to hate on it. Like Gen Z of all races and genders, they love hating on all kinds of stuff. I legit have a student that she told me, she said, oh, I'm a hater. I said, excuse me? She said, I get on TikTok. She said, I love hating and trolling people on TikTok. I love being negative. I was like, what? And one of my other students, he goes, Will, that's kind of a big thing in our generation. They love getting on social media and just being negative and hating on each other. So I think it's also like the younger generation, they're so hateful. They're hateful of, of one another. And I think it's a social media. I think it's a social media mm -hmm. thing too, because it makes people feel better about themselves to bring like misery loves company. So if your life isn't as great as you want it, it's so easy just to get on and talk about somebody that's putting themselves out there and you're too scared to put yourself out there. So, but you're going to hate and be negative about someone else that's willing to put themselves out there. That's pretty much like, that's a lot of it. And like misery just loves company. Like you hate your life. Your life is mediocre or you didn't do what you wanted to do. And now you're living like this and you see somebody else that, 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 didn't allow fear to stop them from doing what they wanted to do but you did allow fear it's the same when I was graduating from high school and I remember telling some of the older people at church what I wanted my major to be going to college and I had a certain army you should not measure in that that's pointless you ain't gonna be able to do nothing with that and it didn't sound like advice it sounded like hate it, it sounded like uh like they wish they would have did something different with their life or whatever like it's one way you know one way older people can sound like it's advice and they're just trying to help you out and being wise from experience yeah. but it was sounding like real negativity like they was hating on me or whatnot and you and i see a lot of that from people in our age group at this it's like you start seeing people in this age they get to their late 20s early 30s and they're starting to see my life didn't turn out the way i wanted it to be like their life is over like nigga you just 34 mm -hmm. like you still have time to do whatever but here is some way like some of our friends talk and i'm like nigga you just sound like a hater now you sound like yeah. you just hating on young people like even with some of the uh like even shack i love shack but he be sounding like a hater a lot of times when he be okay talking about I, have, I have a very indifferent opinion about shack versus everybody else go ahead i mean he just gives me unhappy like i don't like i love shack and i feel like he drops a lot of great gems but I also feel like he drops a lot of toxic way of thinking without, he does. Un, un, like unknowingly, like he's not doing it on purpose. It's just the way that he maneuvers through life. Because he's also he's old school. Like, he's, he thinks in that old school mindset still. Yeah, and I don't think he thinks he doesn't think about his his mental health or his happiness at all. Now, he hold on, talks before, like this is how it should be. I will say, now if you listen to him on some of these different podcasts he's been on. He Which sounds very because he sounds very different than when he's on like inside the NBA and all that. Because I've heard him talking about you can tell he's a man that found mental health and therapy at an older age, like most of the most people, period. Because they wasn't talking about mental health even when we was in college at all. This is only like a eight, nine-year-old thing where people started <laughs> taking it serious. He mm -hmm. talks about he talks about the mistakes that he's made from in relationships and not just like dating and romantic relationships, just relationships. Mm -hmm. He talks about therapy and how he has regrets and he wish he would have made some changes and stuff. But there's still a lot of times where he still has that mindset where you can tell he's an older black man and stuck in his way of thinking. Like when he gets on our on inside the NBA and talks about 
he acts like people's careers don't matter unless they have championship rings. It's like, no, nigga, like not everyone gets a championship. Like we said earlier, just because you're not the greatest don't mean you're trash. Like there's a lot right. in between and people like there's a whole spectrum of it. But yeah, like I love Shaq to death. He's funny. He's a great businessman. He does a lot for the community. He's out there doing a lot for the people. But he comes off sounding like a hater a lot of times. He just mm-hmm. and not not hater in the sense of I'm jealous and I wish that was me. Just he just sounds negative for no reason on a lot of those things. And it's like it's disappointing, bro. Like change with the culture, bro. Like at some point you have to evolve. And he doesn't sound like he's evolved with a lot of that. And he just like Dwight Howard just made had an interview because Dwight Howard's playing in Taiwan right now. And, and he's putting up like crazy numbers that obviously he wouldn't put up in the NBA, but he's doing what he's got to do. And Shaq's out here talking about that league is trash. He's playing in like a YMCA, blah, blah, blah. And Dwight Howard's like, what did that do for you to even make these type of comments, bro? He's like, we all looked up to you as Superman. Like we're all black men. We're all trying to live our dreams. You're successful. You're way too successful, way too big, too funny, too great to be this negative to people who aren't as great as you. I feel like he he still has a lot of unhappiness within himself. Like I really do. Well, from those interviews, he sounds like like a sports caster. I don't listen to him on like on no sports shows and stuff i only ever see him on like podcasts and stuff and i noticed that like a lot of things he say it's like he's more worried about is everybody else around him okay is his parents is his his wife his ex-wife and his kids and all all the people he take care of if they okay okay. he has that very much so mindset they okay i'm okay but to me he don't really seem like he's that happy which is why he could probably see other people's success and throw out that negativity because it's really just bitterness in his own life. In his personal life, Which, though. Not his career, yeah. but his personal life. Yeah. Like he he just gives so like a lot of people will be like, yeah, he right though. He did it. And a lot of a lot of people will like take in, a lot of women will take in what he say, like, oh yeah, that's how a man's supposed to be. Or a lot of men will take in, like, oh yeah, that's how a man's supposed to be. But it's like if y'all realize, like, yeah, that's great that he wants to take care of like his family and all of that shit. But like you can't like put yourself to the side and be like, as long as they're fine, I'm fine. Cause that's not how that works. And that might be why his relationships, obviously we don't know. We're just, you know, but that might also be why none of his relationships work because when you trying to put everyone else in front of you and you're not taking care of yourself, like it's like they host saying when they talk about if the plane's going down, you got to put your oxygen mask on first before mm-hmm. you try to help somebody else. Cause you can't help somebody else if you can't breathe. And that's that does that is what it sounds like a lot of times from him now that you say that that he's so worried about everybody else, which is a good trait to be worried about other people. But you gotta you gotta fix yourself first because you can't that's not a way, that's a false way of telling like I feel like black men are really trying to figure out how they're supposed to move over in this world as far as like being a man, being a protector, being a provider, but also worried about my mental health. Like I feel like Black men been trying to find that balance for like ever. And it's like, you can't put it, you can't be putting, for somebody to have your type of status, you can't be putting it out to the world to like, you know, as long as my kids are fine, as long as I'm good. Like, because that's not, that's not how it goes. Like at all. Like It's like a, that's a, it's an ingrained like thought and thought pattern and way of life. It's like the whole, it's like with women, on that side where it's kind of almost like a new thing in a sense where 
women have their own and they don't need a man to take care of them type of thing, you know, but it's so ingrained where even women who have their own and say they don't need a man to take care of them, they still might say little things that are that old way of thinking where like I still, there's still women I know like in my life that will ask me for money and they'll be like, well, I'll do this for you and ask. And I'm like, and I know they have their own, but they, they offer it, you know? And it's like, why would you offer this? Cause I know you can afford this or whatever. Like, and it's not like it's somebody that I'm like even friends with, you know, like close to or something, but then, and then on the other end, you still have men. It's so ingrained in men that you're not supposed to, you're supposed to put everybody in front of you. You know, you're supposed to put the family in front of you. You're supposed to worry about, is my wife good? The kids good? My cut like whatever. You don't think about yourself and you're not supposed to be vulnerable or anything like that. And it's just this ingrained way of thinking. And it's been like that for men and women for hundreds, thousands of years. And it's really only been in the last 15, 20 years where that's really been challenged and really mm -hmm. been trying to have a different mindset. So if I'm, I could be thinking like, this new way is millennials and Gen Z and stuff. But if I still have OGs in my life that are telling me to think another way and I respect their opinion, I'm gonna probably put their opinion in front of mine. Like if I'm a right. if I'm a if I'm a rookie basketball player that grew up watching Shaq and I had wanted to be like Shaq my whole life, and Shaq is saying these things, I'm probably sitting back being like, damn, he's right. Yeah, I I gotta can't worry about my feelings. Can't worry and about you, my emotions. You 19 years old, you just got you just signed the contract, you got all this money. It's, you probably super overwhelmed, but I just gotta make sure my mom about his house and my dad this and I got a two-year-old to meet. That's that's the only thing you worried about because you listening, you know, you listening to your idol mm -hmm. in a sense. And but now, in a, and at the same time, you like super overwhelmed because you a young kid and you got like all of this shit just dumped on you out of nowhere. Like, like I gotta, like I just signed this contract. I got all this money. I'm not a manager shit, but I gotta also make sure I'm up on my game so I can stay relevant. Yep. And this is that's overwhelming, and you're not even worried about your own mental health. Yep. You only worried about everybody around you. And it's it's like it's well, I can't remember. I saw something the other day, and it made me think. It's like men. It's really ingrained in men to want to just spend money on women, even though they will complain about women only wanting money. What did you say? <laughs> Hold on. There, no, like you said, there's nothing wrong. There is nothing wrong with I'm, that, but it's yeah. men, but men, but there's so I'm many, thinking. especially, but there's so many young men that complain. Women only want money, but that's you men get money and can't wait to spend money on women so it's like which one do you want though like do like but on the other end it's the same with women that they complain in like oh you think you can get something just for money and but there's so many women it's like he better spend this if he wants this and so it's both it's both on men and women like y'all both look silly because you're saying the same thing but then saying something opposite and you're getting mad because but specifically with men you complain about this with women, but as soon as you get money, you can't wait to spend money on multiple women and then mm -hmm. to show it off to other men that you do have money. And then your ass go broke because you're trying to spend money on women. And then when you mm -hmm. go broke, the woman don't want you no more because you are broke. It's a fucking vicious cycle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a vicious cycle and stuff. And I see that especially in Atlanta because everything is so surface level in Atlanta 
that like nothing like most of the people don't have any substance it's all surface level it's all it's the stripper lifestyle the sugar daddy lifestyle and i tell you what i couldn't do that sugar daddy lifestyle bro that is i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you this though men complain about women who they think oh they just use a nigga for food they just want a nigga that got money da, da, da. but men who date women who got more money than them don't be wanting to date them women are there men really like that? I don't they, get that. Yes. 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 Shit. Not big yeah, really woman. Y'all don't know if y'all want a woman that got lusty, y'all. It's going to ask y'all for y'all. Y'all don't know if y'all want a woman that got well, lusty, y'all. And then y'all end up having to be the one to pay for half the dates and trips and shit because y'all got more money. Or if y'all want a woman to got more than y'all and she don't mind, like, you know, even if she ain't even picking up out the bills, you don't even like. You don't even like sitting back and looking at her lifestyle. You don't even like sitting back and looking at what she spends on herself. Like you don't like that shit because you feel like you can't do it. She, she gonna want it from you. Shit. I promise you. I promise you. Men do not know what the fuck. I'm no. I'm I know. I'm I'm saying shit for me. Like I can't wear it. I've <laughs> known for I, a long time. Somebody who has dated more than one person that I've had more than that I've made more than. They be so fucking insecure, and I'm over here like not giving a fuck, like not thinking nothing about it, and you like super insecure about it. But then you got all these men who don't want to date a woman who, you know, got more than. Because I've also dated men who've had more than me, and I've had to humble the fuck out of them and let them know if you ever throw in your face my face, which you've ever done for me again, you would never talk, you would never see my face again. Like we don't do that over here. It's like men, they they don't know what. You really don't know if you want a woman to date yeah, less than you or more than you. They really don't know because yeah. they can't handle it either way. Because if I they will. got, if the woman got less than them, they think they're getting taken advantage of. If the woman got more than them, now they insecure about it. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, like, I feel you. That's is, and it reminds me of I, like watching so many TV shows from the '90s era. It was always like specifically. It makes me think of an episode of Martin when he found out Gina was making more money than him, and he got all insecure <laughs> and, and stuff. And it just. Never made sense to me, especially if you're in a real serious, dedicated relationship. Yeah. Nine, nine times out of ten, that woman is not gonna make it a big deal. But I will say, no. but I will say there are women who will throw it back in your face that I make more money than you. So I'm actually the man in this relationship. And well, so I'm not saying is, if everybody's holding their weight, first of all, nobody should know if you're just dating. Correct. Why does anybody know what the other person makes? If everybody's mm -hmm. holding their weight in the relationship, y'all literally just y'all don't live together. Y'all not sharing bills. Only thing y'all sharing is like dates and like y'all exchange gifts. When Unless we dates. live together or married, then why we do go. you know? But you know, some people actually pry. I've never pried into what a man makes, but I've had a man make comments towards me, like, like, like almost like they trying to get hints out of like what I make. And it's like, nigga, quit counting my pockets. Like, I don't that's do that. Weird. Like, that's weird. That's weird as fuck. It's very weird. It's it's extremely weird. And that's a dead giveaway that you probably ain't got no fucking money like that. Or you afraid that I might get more than you. But it's just like, if we living apart and we're just dating, why do I even know? Unless unless you just got a, you working at McDonald's or something. I shouldn't really have a great gauge of like, if you living normal, like you paying your bills, you live in an apartment, you driving, and you can like, when it's time for us to go out, you can fit the bill. There's really not much for me to know as far as like what you make. Yeah. Like, why do I know what you make if you make 80K or if you make 40K? Like, why do I know that? Like, I don't understand that. I, Whereas think I feel the same way about me. Like, nobody should actually know what I make. I sustain myself as a fucking adult because I'm 32. 
I pay my bills. <laughs> like I drive and I go to work every day. And when I want to go out and do fun social stuff, I'm able to put the bill. That's all that matters. You shouldn't know what I actually make. Yeah. Like to be insecure I, about. I think some of those insecurities for men and not mostly because I think a lot of the just listening to women, obviously a lot of the men are tripping, but I think for some of the men, those insecurities come from because we're always told we're supposed to be the one taking care of, we're supposed to be making the money, buying this, taking care of. All yeah, the but then they get a woman who will say they want to be no, but hold on, no, but ho- no, no, I'm, <laughs> but I'm not talking about those. I'm just talking about a a regular man that's not like being shitty and all of that and stuff. I'm just talking about where the whole mindset is. We've always been told we got to take care. So if we're let's say let's say it's me, I work in higher ed. I make I make good money, but it's not like crazy like crazy dope money. But it's I make I make more money than the average American. You know, like I make more money than an average American. But if I've always been told that I'm supposed to be the breadwinner, I'm supposed to take care of the woman. If I are, if I have these insecurities and I have a weak mindset already, and then I find out, let's say you make double my salary, I could understand. Not, I could see why he's feeling that way. Now, that's different than the man that's complaining that a woman only wants this from him. But then when he's actually making the money, now he's complaining that he's doing this it's like which one do you want but i'm just saying i can understand the man who just has those small securities but not making it like martin from that episode where he made it a huge ordeal or something but i'm just saying i can understand that man who's first who first like if he finds out you're making 120 and i make 60 he might first be like damn man i don't know if i can live up to her standards not the man that's out here hating on the woman for making more just the man who's like damn like just the man who's thinking like, man, I don't know if I can live up to her standards. I don't know if I can get her what she wants. You know, I think there's a smaller percentage of men that think like that because I've, I've, I've had that thought before I was going out on dates with this one chick and she's making like 300,000 a year. Like she's making good. But why did you know she was making, how did you know she was? Cause she said it, she said it. Now that's weird. Cause I've never, we wasn't, we wasn't, she, cause she brought, she brought up a story about a guy that she used to date because he uh she said i made twice as much as him because he was only she said he made one hundred and fifty thousand a year and i made twice as much as him so obviously it's just regular math that's the first thing you're like oh you just make double as him three hundred thousand and she worked for spotify and all that and i ain't gonna lie my first i had about five seconds of me thinking oh i don't know if i can give her well if i was a nigga i'd have been like i'm gonna wipe the fuck out oh no i mean no I mean, I'm not saying that I was like, I need to fall back. But my first thought, my first three to four second thought was like, damn, I don't, I don't know if she's even going to want my ass. I'm broke compared to her. But I mean, she knew what you did for a living, right? And she still went on a date with you. Hey, but there's people in her, oh, but there's people in her area making 203. I work in private school, so we make some good money. But I mean, I don't think the first, the first, I don't think somebody who, I couldn't imagine that somebody who's making 300000 a year meet somebody who works for a college campus is thinking that they match their income. That's not my first. Are you the president of the school, my nigga? Because that's not my first thought. Well, like uh, so, well, well, in, well, in higher ed, especially in private schools, I mean, I work in like events and student development and my, my fucking director makes like 120,000 though. But my, my direct- point is that's probably not everybody's first thought. Oh no, I'm pretty sure, but I'm just, but I'm just saying, like, as a, I'm just saying, as just a regular human being, for me, going out with somebody, and it's not because I'm a man and she's a woman. It's just that my first, well, maybe part of it is because I'm like, as a man, we've always been taught. 
as a man, I want to be able to buy these things. Like as a man, I want to be the one, I want to spend more money. Now, I'm not saying that I don't want her to, I want to be taken, not taken care of, but I want someone to buy me nice things as well. Sometimes I want somebody to be like, don't worry, I got it or something. But that makes you a little nervous sometimes because I'm like, well, I wonder what kind of lifestyle this person's living and can I live up to those standards or whatnot. Now, and it's not that deep where I, I just think that. I do think a lot of men think that, like, can I live up to those standards? I'm going to tell you this. Come from a woman who does pretty fucking good for herself and can afford her lifestyle. If you come around me and you make $10,000 less or $20,000 less, you ain't got to be insecure. As long as you can foot the bill at the date and as long as you can buy gifts when it's time to buy gifts, I'm fucking okay. But I, I think the okay. average woman, I think the average woman feels <laughs> like that, though. As long as you pull your weight when it's time to pull your weight, I am perfectly fucking fine i like, think the i think the average woman feels the same way as you do like especially when i talk to different women at work and all that more women feel like that than other women but the thing is it's like the the loudest becomes the norm of something so you know that's how twitter works of uh, people forget there's more people that's not on social media than that are on social media but somehow if one person has this thought and then they get a thousand retweets people automatically assume oh that's how all men think that's how all women think that's how all black people think like no nigga that is how these one thousand people is a drop in the bucket from the rest of the people that's out here bro and like most people like most of my friend group here in uh here in atlanta most of them are not on twitter they may be on instagram or something but most of them aren't on twitter though and so we forget, we forget that. So they just, as soon as they see one, one woman could say, if my man don't make at least six figures, I can't deal with it. And then they get 1200 retweets. Nigga, first of all, out of those 1200 retweets, half them hoes is probably broke anyway. So why are you worried about it? And then the other half, that's just them. That's just 600 people. Most women don't think like, I was talking to this woman at work and she's like, she's a one of the presidents, older black woman. So I know she makes real good money. She's a president of one of the department. I mean, a, a vice president of one of the divisions at a private university. So she makes hella good money. And she's been in higher ed for 15 years as well. So I know she makes really good money. And she was talking about that just two weeks ago. She said, I don't, I'm not worried about how much money he's making. I'm not, she said, I'm not even thinking about that on however many dates. Now, do I want him to make a, a good enough salary where he can pay all his bills? And he's yeah. not struggling. She said, I don't want someone who's living check by check, like month to month and struggling all the time. I want to be able to have that. fun when it's time for us Correct. to have fun. And I want you to be able to maintain your... Because we're talking on like a dating level now. Of course, you know, when you talk about people who's like married and they got kids and all of that shit, that's different. That's right. different. Because of course, you, you need a bigger income. But like if I just meet a guy and we're just dating and he live over here and I live over there, as long as you can take care of yourself, and it was one time for us to come together and have fun. We can have fun. That's all that fucking matters to me. You don't give a damn. I don't care how much money you make. As long as we can sustain, we can sustain an average ass dating life. Because yeah. I do feel like people who are like dumb broke shouldn't be out here dating because it's kind of difficult. Was, but like but, if like if you just we just going and sitting down and having a drink, or we to go get some fucking ice cream, or we to go sit down and have go to a comedy show. Like, as long as you can maintain shit like that, I am fine. Like, I'm perfect. You don't have to make six figures to, like, maintain but, that type. Of 
Dating. But you know, it's a lot of the lot of the the loud dudes on Twitter. That's the ones they pay attention to. Not like somebody like me. They're paying attention to these loud ass dudes on Twitter and stuff. They're complaining about the type of women they're complaining about are like the Instagram models and strippers, the ones that's living that lifestyle. Like, why that's like com- way out of their tax bracket. You not right. date, you wasn't about to date them anyway. <laughs> right. Like you're complaining about the women who are out here chasing rappers and ba- and <laughs> athletes. Like they're not <laughs> looking and like, bro, they're not looking for relationships, bro. They looking for a come up anyways. And, and they're they not looking for you. Looking at a nigga making 60 K a year. That's you right. Even who they looking for. And guess what, bro? <laughs> guess what, bro? 60 K a year is very good good that's more than the average well, average like if you just live in an average minimal lifestyle in a not area, even minimal not even minimal long as you ain't on the fucking west coast and no shit like that you're good because look look <laughs> if in you just Atlanta, live in a down style midwest lifestyle you're fine right thank you i make more i make more than the average family i make more than the average fa- household of four in atlanta like I make more than that, but my salary they would uh, they would get on Twitter and say that you're poor, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm living pretty. To some people, to some people, yes. Say so what? For, sing- for some people, yes. Before a single man in Atlanta, no kids, that's living a very minimal lifestyle. I'm not trying to out here live this rich ass lifestyle. I'm fucking fine. I'm actually but, great. See the but the problem is now there's social media where people compare and they think that everyone is supposed to be living the lifestyle. Like the people are looking at celebrities and these rappers and musicians and athletes and think that oh I should be and social the, media influencers and social media influencers now and of course and they look at like oh I should be out here traveling every weekend. Like, no, that's not how regular careers work where you're traveling every weekend. No, you should not be out here throwing uh, hundreds and thousands of dollars in the strip club every weekend, bro. No, you probably shouldn't be out here just buying uh, buying $100 bottles every weekend because, first of all, uh, they've priced them bottles up. So why are you trying to do that shit and you're worried about spending money on women who don't care about you, bro? Like, they don't care. Like, I was, I was at the strip club last weekend. Went to a strip club last weekend, and I went and go, and I actually ended up going by myself. But this girl I be kicking it with, she strips, and she asked me to come. She was like, "You should come to a strip club," and I just went, and I'm sitting by at the bar having, I'm just enjoying the vibe. I mean, wings, having a drink. I'm chatting with her because she's she's cool as hell, and she she brings her friend out. But I'm looking at like she, I could tell she told her friend to come out there to be like, "Hey, come on out here. He got some money." And she comes out there and we're, ch- I'm like, I'm not stupid, bro. And we chit chat and she's hella cool though. And we took some shots together. And then I see her, she goes over to another dude that walks in that looked like he got money. She's talking with him for about 15 minutes. Then I see her go over to another dude talking to him for 15 minutes. I'm like, that's how I know niggas are dumb. Not these particular dudes, but niggas that yeah. complain. Y'all niggas is dumb because you're complaining about her. Like, obviously she's at work, nigga. She's not at a party. Right. He's at work to make money. That would be like if someone right. came to my job. I'm trying to make money, bro. I'm not hanging out and shit. But y'all look at these chicks like they're hanging out. No, she's at the strip club to make money because if she was already rich, she would not be there, bro. She wouldn't be there. But you're complaining. These hoes only want my money. Yeah, nigga, because she's at work. You at the- <laughs> <laughs> Like, she's at no, work. It's like... Because niggas, niggas will go into certain environments and complain about the type of females they run into. And it's just like, 
nigga, like, that's like you going, it's like you as a drug dealer going into a crack house. Like, nigga, all these, all these crackheads, all these crackheads want my drugs. You better sell your drugs, right? You better hustle. Okay, the bitch is in a strip club and she's either a bottle girl or she's a dancer or whatever. She's there to make money. You think she really, like, being nice and friendly because she gives a fuck about your day for real, for real? Like, you gotta go in a different type of environment for that type of shit. Like, this girl is hustling. Because when they're like, oh, girl, oh, girl, she kept calling me daddy. I'm like, she calls everybody daddy, bruh. Like, imagine, like you said, imagine a, a drug dealer going to a crack house and he's like, so y'all only want me because I got drugs? Oh, for real? <laughs> yes, nigga. Like, you heard for a reason, right? Like, just imagine people complaining about their regular job. You go into the go into the barber shop and the barber's like, oh, you only fuck with me, you need a haircut. Yeah. I need a haircut, nigga. You think I want to hang out? What the fuck? No, nah, all the barbers is like, no, nah, all the niggas that need haircuts is talking to the barbers like, you only talking to me because you won't cut my hair. Oh, you yeah, that's, me? yeah, is that what? Is you, finna, you finna give me the $60 to be up through. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you get mad. Like, I got work to do. You, do. you dudes are getting mad at strippers for wanting your money. You like that's called a transaction, bro. Like I go to a restaurant and I pay for the food and they give me the food. So, but these <laughs> niggas they fall. But see, that's the point. That's the thing, though, with like OnlyFans chicks and strippers and stuff. They if they're really good at their job, they make you feel like you're the only one that matters. They make you mm -hmm. feel like you're the only one, and then they make you think that oh, if I keep giving her money, she's gonna cut off everybody else, and she's fine with only me giving her money. No, nigga. Now she's like, oh, I got another one that's going to give me money. And then <laughs> I got others that's going to give me money. You're the dumb one because you fall for it. Like, that's their job to do that. They're, they're supposed to make you feel special. Like, that, that. they're supposed to make you feel special. And you're mad because actually you started the relationship. She didn't make you come to the strip club, bro. You started that relationship. And now and you just too horny. And you just giving her all your money and stuff. And that's why I don't frequent the strip club because I like to, I like sensual and falling in love and shit. And I ain't gonna let no, I ain't gonna fall in love <laughs> with no stripper. And I ain't gonna let no stripper get my money and shit. Like, mm -mm. Hey, hey, that happened to me one time. Won't ever happen again. You fell in love with a stripper? No, I didn't fall in love with her, but she got, I felt like I was the only one and I was giving her, but she also, but she also did a little other stuff that, I'll never do again, but you know. And you really thought you was the only one. No, I didn't think I was the. I I didn't think I was the only one, but in the moment, I'm. I'm. First of all, you know, when I'm drunk, I'm like you drunk and you horny. I, no, 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 not even horny. No, when I'm drunk, I want everyone around me to have fun. So I'm just like, so like, and just if I'm with my regular group of friends and I'm drunk, I want to buy everybody shots. I want to spend money on people and stuff like, yeah. and do that or whatever. So now, if I'm in a strip club. And I've been kicking it and she's been chit-chatting me for an hour and a half and I still ain't got a dance. I ain't gave her no money, but we drinking. And now I'm I'm in a happy mood. Like that moment before you're drunk, but you're not tip, but you're after you're tipsy. I'm in a happy mood. I'm like, yeah, you're cool. Mm -hmm. Let's take some shots. Or I'm like, oh, I'm about to order me some wings. You want me to get you some also? I'm not thinking. So now I'm having fun and shit. And then if she just, yeah, you know, she, she puts her hand on your pants, there's jacking you off. Now I'm really happy. And I'm like, damn, she's really oh, good at yeah. this. And now I've got some wings and she's cool as hell. And then I'm just going to be spending money and stuff. 
And and then you are, and then you know she's doing stuff she ain't supposed to do when you try to give her cash, and she's like, "Oh, you can just cash out me." If they talk, tell you to cash out, yeah, like if the stripper's telling you to cash out her, she's doing stuff that she's supposed to do. Correct. <laughs> I mean, Correct. I know how anybody gonna know you got that cash. You gotta have that shit. She like <laughs> you try to like because if she's doing something she ain't supposed to do, is something a little bit more than regular lap dance and something a little bit more. She's gonna be like, just no, no, just cash out me. Like, you ain't got, I, you don't need to give me cash or whatever. So, yeah, that's a new every day. Yeah, well, I got a lot of, <laughs> I have a lot of uh, stripper friends. So, like your ass got COVID. So, you say that's how I got COVID. <laughs> Actually, I got COVID from one of them little coughing ass students at work. That's where I got it from. Them ragged, them uh. I can't say that, but yeah, one of them kids. I was about to say, never mind. I ain't gonna say that, but one of them kids. <laughs> I got a lot of international students, so just. Oh yeah, don't say that. Don't do that. But not like yeah, like it's. I saw so I saw a TikTok video of a guy saying that um he does trial dates, so instead of it's already sounds lame. <laughs> already he does like coffee something that's super quick like coffee or ice cream like a smoothie like literally something that like you can go that shit down in like 10 minutes and you know it's not in a it's not in an environment where you can sit down for a long period of time so he could get a feel for the person yeah and decide if he wants to take her out on like a real date. That way he not spending a bunch of money or being like feeling like his time is wasted and feeling like she should pay her half of the bill or something. I mean, the only thing I can think of is like what happened to like talking on the phone to see if you vibe with a person. <laughs> Don't waste my time. I mean, for Don't real. Don't waste my time coming out the house. I mean, like, yeah. I feel like back in the day you would talk on the phone with a person for so long that by the time y'all was ready to meet up, like you knew that you vibe with that person, you didn't have to worry about that. Like, but motherfuckers only want to like text and shit like that, and they still don't, and they don't even meet people in person. They meet them over social media. They didn't even meet them in person, so they don't even know if they one hundred percent attracted to them. They don't hear their voice. They don't really get their personality because they only texting. So then you got to do a trial date to see if you really vibe with this person. I'm like, that's what. That's why you fucking supposed to pick up the phone. But motherfuckers don't pick up the phone no more. Like, you wouldn't have to do that. That sounds dumb. Don't waste my time to get dressed and come at the house for 20 minutes. I'd probably just have a couple phone conversations or a phone conversations. It really don't take that many. And I see that way. Yeah, all my first dates since I've been in Atlanta, all my good first dates have been women that we was, we started from just Maybe it was DMing on Twitter or Instagram, or we met on like Bumble or one of those dating sites. And then we was writing back and forth. Then we exchanged numbers and we was texting a little bit. And then we was FaceTiming over the phone and we FaceTimed for a while. And then we met up and went somewhere. So by the time we went somewhere, I, I knew what they looked like. I knew what Very their voice sounded like. I knew a lot of the, I knew at least the surface level of their personality and stuff. So I kind of knew what I was getting into. And then also, Almost every single date, the woman, and it could be just how women do, but she was, they'd be like, oh, I got it. And they'd be like wanting to pay. And then I'm like, oh no, I got it or whatnot. But I've never had a woman, I I don't know of me going on a first date with a woman that it looks like she's expecting me to pay either. 
But I don't so, know. Just is that really that common? Because I thought it was just a couple homegirls that I'll hang with. Because I've had a couple homegirls say that like a guy, you know, take them on a took them on a date or or they went out with a guy and they, you know, it was their first meetup, so they didn't want to treat it like a date. So they was willing to go like Dutch. And I've always be like, why? And I've even had females say like the guy look at them like they offended. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> You're saying why would you go Dutch? <laughs> if a guy asks you out on a date, why like why do you feel like you need to go Dutch? I've never understood that. Like I feel like if it's our first time hanging out, I feel like we should go Dutch, but I always offer to pay. I don't feel like that. I feel like if you ask me out on a date, like if you ask me out on a date, why do we need to go Dutch? Is I don't understand that. I look at if I I feel like if but we, I also it's also coming from somebody who's never been in a situation where I felt like a man wanted me to pay my half like i've never experienced that and i also feel like most of the women who offer to go dutch probably never experienced that either they just kind of went into it thinking like this is probably how they want it to be so this is what i'm gonna do gonna do I, feel, you saying I just feel like if we meet on a dating site we know what both of us are into like we're on here because we want to find someone to date or whatnot so it's kind of like even if i say hey let's go somewhere it's not me just, it's both of us mutually asking one another out. And I just feel like if we first meeting each other, I feel like we should go Dutch. I mean, I never, I end up, I always offer to pay though, because I just, I don't know. I just feel like it's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to pay, but. So you get two different feelings at the same time. Like you what? feel like we should go Dutch. You got two different feelings at the same time. Like you feel like y'all should go Dutch, but you also feel like. You should I feel pay. like as a human, I feel like as a human being, as an adult, you should be you should come into it thinking, oh, I probably will pay. But as a man, I just I don't I don't know as a man, just as who I am, I just feel like I I don't know, I feel more comfortable. I feel so you feel like you have, to have two different you feel like as a woman, she should go into it wanting to pay her half. And as a man, you should go into it wanting to pay both of y'all's half. I'm not gonna say as a man or anything. I'm just saying for me. I'm just saying for me. I if it, I, I mean, feel you know okay for you as a woman, you feel like she should come into it wanting to pay her half, and as yourself, you should you you go into it wanting to pay the whole. Do you hear how chaotic that sounds? Like, it's how it's how but it's, I look at it not in just. But I look time. at I, I look at it not just in dating as well. I looked at it like like when I was in college, if. One of my one of my friends' parents was visiting, and my friend says, "Hey, do you want to go out to eat with me and my parents?" And I'm like, "Cool." I'm going thinking I'm probably gonna pay for my own. Now, am I pleasantly surprised that his parents picked up the check and paid? Yes, that's dope as hell. But I feel like I should go in thinking, "Oh, I should probably I'm probably gonna pay for my own food though." I just don't want to take that. So chance. you, yeah, you should never you should never expect nothing. You should always expect the unexpected. I definitely agree with that. Like as a woman, you should never go on a date with no money, like all of that shit. But, okay, you have a daughter. She tells you she meet, she meet, she met a man or whatever. She goes out with this man. She tells you, the man asked her, hey, we should go out. She goes out with this man. She comes back and tells you she paid for her part of the bill. What is your thought of this It's the man? first date? It's the first date? It's the first date and he asked her out. Uh, I'm going to be like, my first thought was like, hey, he probably should have paid, but I'm not tripping though. I'm not tripping because if it's my daughter going, I'm gonna go ahead and give my daughter fifty dollars or something so that she no, that's because that's because you should always be prepared. You should you should never go out in the world empty handed 
and expect anybody to do anything for you. Like, of course, you should expect the unexpected. You, of course, you want to equip your daughter with everything. You probably also sit out there with mace. You probably also sit out there with like all the necessary contacts, all of that shit. Like, of course, you're gonna send her out there with money because you can't put trust in any person. But do you really like? But do you really think that when she tells you this man asked her out, you're expecting this man to? Pay, have her pay for her portion of the bill. I'm not. And gonna, are you really looking at him like, oh, this is a guy you should keep dating? I'm yeah. I'm not gonna look at him different and be like, no, you need to not date him anymore. I'm yeah. I, I'm not tripping. I'm not really looking at that as a red flag or anything at all. I mean, my first thought is, I think you he should probably pay. I get it that it sounds like it's all over the place or chaotic or whatnot. But I'm not. If she comes home like, yeah, he uh, we went Dutch. Now, if he she comes home and be like, "Yeah, I ended up paying," that's when I'm gonna be like, "Oh hell no, <laughs> she paid for the date." But I just feel like it's to me, it's two people filling one another out. And as a person, I'm not tripping. But about that's the money. where it went back to. That's where it sounds like the guy who wants to do like the trial date because he only wanted to do the trial date, so he wasn't for, so he didn't like he didn't pay an entire bill for somebody he might not have been filling and. Okay, me personally, I feel like whoever asked, I don't give a fuck if you the man or the woman, whoever asked the other person out, because y'all know y'all doing this in a romantic sense. Y'all doing this in a, you know, I might want to court this person type of sense. So, whether you the man or the woman, if me as a woman, if I shoot my shot and I ask you out, I'm going to pay. If you shoot your shot and you ask me out, you should be the one to pay. It's how I feel about it. I'm not if going you, to- If you, hold on, you, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you, even as a woman, if you ask me if out, I shoot my shot and ask a man out. I'm with. I've never like shot my shot and asked a man out on the first date, but I have took a man out on a date who has taken me out on several dates, and it's like my suggestion, like you know, hey, do you want to do this? And I think we should try this. You, we in past conversations, you said you've never done this before. Let's go. And like I go, and they don't, they expect to pay, and I'm like, no, I asked you, like I'm going to pay for a man. I think, to so okay, so there's there's layers to so. Out. For a man to ask me out, and I, I, and I say, yeah, sure, let's go. And then we get there, and you want to go Dutch because, oh, it's the first meeting. Like we should. That's so whack to me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't say that I want to. I do like for me. I'm. All, I mean, there's something to where me and you have went out, and I pay for you. You know, like I think oh my, I'm but so. That's not only, but no, no, about, like, no. Listen, 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 Patricia, listen. I'm saying because that's just I think that's just me when I'm out even with just my homegirls there's a lot not every time obviously but there's plenty of times that I'm like I don't know just as I've always just been taught so maybe hold on let's start all over maybe then I am more on the side of the man should pay then maybe that I am more on that side that I that I should pay because even when I go out with my homegirls and it's like just my homegirl and it's nothing more than that I still will pay for that a lot of times. When I'm out with my sister, I'll pay for us a lot of times. If it's my homegirls and friends, I pay for us. So like every first date that I've went on, I always go ahead and pay. Like there was only one time when we went out and when I went out with this girl and she said, oh, I got mine and we went Dutch or whatever um, or whatnot. So I don't see a problem with going Dutch. 
I never offer that. I always just assume that I'm going to pay them. If I'm asking a girl out, put it like yeah, this. Yeah, that's I, I said you have I, the assumption you're going to pay. Yes, if I ask a girl out, I have like the assumption. They should have the assumption that they should pay for their sales. Yeah, so yes, I, I think that as a man, if I'm asking you out, I have the assumption that I'm going to pay. Yes, I have the assumption but At the same time, pay. you feel like they should have the assumption that... That's what confused me because you said, I have the assumption I'm going to have... I'm going to pay, but they should have the assumption they're going to pay. I guess I don't think anyone <laughs> should ever, I don't think anyone should ever go out somewhere with someone assuming the other person is going to pay. Man, woman, gay relationship, straight relationship, friends, uh, your, you, your parents, friends take you out. I just don't, I never want to be a person. You, if you ask me out on a date, do I have the money to pay my bill? If you don't want to pay it, yes. But am I assuming that if you ask me out on the date, you're going to pay? Yes. So when the bill comes, I don't be like, well, I don't be like, oh, I got my hand and wait for you to be like, because some women will do that with no intentions. They just want to make it seem, I'm not even great, fake it. Like, I have no intentions on paying, like, at all. Like, I'm not But I also. Oh, I got it. Oh, oh let me just. No, like, the bill comes. She's gonna put it down, you're gonna grab it, and you're gonna pay. Now you end up being one of them niggas is like, oh, you got your half, which I hope I never come up with that, because that's kind of wild. Then yeah, I'm gonna pay my shit. And I'm probably you probably never gonna hear from me again. Cause that's kind of weird. Yeah, I that's like yeah, if I, you come if you came up to the bar, because I do this with anybody, if you came up to the bar and you like, and I'm like, come on, take a shot with me, take a shot with me, take a shot with me. I'm probably gonna pay for the shot. Mm. So don't ask me on a date, <laughs> especially if you're somebody who's genuinely trying to pursue me. Like you're the person who captained me and you're the person that's trying to pursue me. Hey, bro. Like you got to court me. Like that's. What like, if I want to, what if I want to be courted? Then you sit back and you wait for a woman to cap at you and pursue you. You don't go to a woman and like ask her out, but you don't, but you want her to court you. Like no, oh, like I like wait. I said, I'm just assuming. Be courted. You can't force a person to court you. Like you I said, first of all, if I'm at the bar and someone comes up and says, "Let's take shots," they should be paying for both shots. I agree with that. <laughs> they should unless be it's, unless it's like unless it's like y'all been out together drinking all day. Like it's it's different. But like if we, I just say, "Oh, I see you in so long, we're taking shots." Yeah, you want a shot, and then Bill comes like, "Oh, that's separate." <laughs> it's just like for me i think <laughs> if we're going out if it's like a birthday dinner we going out or something for my birthday i'm thinking that they're gonna pay for mine because like if i'm going out for exactly. someone's birthday i'm paying for them or whatever and i never forget that's when i learned uh who my friends were when i was in tallahassee we went out and and it was my birthday. They was like, let's take Will out for his birthday. And I had to pay for my own check. Not that I don't have it. I was just like, oh, then I know who they are. Like, I just thought that was kind of shitty because especially because before that, I was taking all of them out for their birthday, taking them out for dinner and drinks and always paying. Then it came to my birthday and nobody reached for the check. And I was like, oh, well, then I know I won't do shit else for these niggas. If it's well, it, I just thought it was whack. Yeah, I thought it was whack or whatnot. Even if, I, I, even if it's your birthday, I ain't even got no money. I'm going to get the first initial. Now, if, you, if I ain't got no money and you're doing a week-long thing, bro, I got the first initial dinner. I got the first initial yeah. run. That's it. Now, you, that's it because you want to do a whole lot. But it's just if it's like a group. If it's a group, it's like five of us and we went out to dinner for your birthday. There's no reason that all five of us can't split your check. Correct. <laughs> it's kind of why. 
But also, <laughs> like, on my birthday th- uh, this year, we went out to, uh, we was going out to brunch or whatnot, and then the power went out when we was at brunch, actually. So we went to That's another spot. Me. We went to uh, Escobar, which is two chains' spot. And they was like, well, in order to come, you got to get a, a booth or whatnot. And so they was all like, we'll get it. And I'm just sitting back and they paid for the booth. They got my food, bought drinks and stuff. And we even went back over Chris's house and they bought all the alcohol and got all the food for Chris's house and stuff. And I didn't pay a dime. And I'm like, this is friendship. And this is what I would do for my friends on their birthdays. And stuff. Be. Right. That's exactly. But you, but there's so many people. What I've learned is people look at friendship differently as well. So it's sometimes it's like you can't be mad at them if they don't do this you just learn your lesson that moving forward i know not to do this for these niggas <laughs> or i also know that some people think their friends are like rich as fuck because i also know people will like so i actually just had this conversation with me it was somebody if your birthday if for your birthday you want to go to mexico and i gotta buy a flight i gotta buy a hotel i gotta feed myself the whole weekend i gotta drink that is your birthday i can't do all of that in like Put the bill for you the whole motherfucking week. Correct. Well, it's <laughs> My even like gift was, it was getting here. <laughs> well, it's even like when y'all was a lot. Like and when, you want me to like pay for you the whole weekend? That's kind of wild. But see that that's I'm like when y'all when y'all would come to visit me for my birthday, like when you come to Atlanta or uh like Paul come down. Yeah, I've had people stuff. come down. I've had people come to the city to see me for a special occasion. Right. I don't. You to also because I know how expensive it is to travel, correct? Like, that's a lie now, bitch. If we live together in the same motherfucking city and we're going to dinner together, <laughs> like, yes, I'm going to foot the bill. Like, of course, I'm going but to foot the bill. on a other but hand, if I gotta spend a thousand dollars just to spend your birthday with you, I ain't got it, correct? I ain't got it no more but <laughs> on the other hand, though, if someone hits me up, it's like, hey, I'm gonna be in Atlanta, so and so, and then they say, like, can I stay with you that weekend? And it's like, not for me. I'm giving them a place to stay. And then they get here. I'm like, oh, yeah, I think you should. People. I, right. I think you should get, <laughs> get me a bottle or two or get me dinner or something. Because I'm just giving you somewhere to stay. And then you know me, when I have a house guest and if I really fuck with you, I'm probably going to cook for you at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. And you're using my shower. You're sleeping on using my electricity and power and stuff. I feel like you should get me a bottle or something. Hey, look, man, I had a I don't hold you. When I have people come down to like, so like, I've I've had people come to the city to see me, like, just come to see me. They be like, hey, I'm coming down. Like, I just want to do something for the weekend. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll go to the grocery store. I'll buy liquor. Yep. i do all of that. Shit. Yep. Like, I, I'll literally, like, before they even get here, I got food and I got liquor. And then yep. you got somewhere to stay. And I probably got an itinerary for shit for us to do. I went to visit other people. Oh, man. I, yep. <laughs> Yep. I'll do, I'll do nothing to yep. accommodate. You. I have I'll do learned to accommodate your ass. Yep, I have learned that over the years that there are levels to it, and everyone is different, and not everyone is good at hosting or whatever. No, people are not good at hosting at nope. all. No, because when people come, like, so you have on one end. So real came down here a couple weekends ago, and mm-hmm. but he told me on like that Sunday, hey, I'll be there next weekend, bro. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. His brother lives here. So I'm like, he, I said, where are you standing? He said, I'm, I'm going to stay with you Friday night. And you know, like we're brothers, like you said earlier, like, you know, you just say you come down. So it's like not a big deal. I'm like, okay. But he was expecting me to like have an itinerary. We go here, we're going to turn up. We're going to be ratchet. I'm like, bro, 
you can't wait a couple of days before and then expect that we can just turn up. Because first of all, I get it. People look at Atlanta as vacation. They come here to turn up. But also, you got to mm. remember, I live in Atlanta. This is not vacation mm. for me. I sit in traffic every day. I be tired. I go to work. I'm around a bunch of students all day. So I got to, and I'm 34 now. So I got to mentally prepare to turn up and be like, to be ratchet, ratchet and turn up. And like, that's what, I think that's what he wanted more of to like go out and turn up. And I'm like, bro, you got to give me advance so that I can hit up friends and stuff to see who wants to hang out, who wants to do this or whatnot and all of that. And so we went to the, um, uh, the trap museum and then went, but they have a, uh, they, say what? I still haven't been there. Every time I come, I say I'm gonna go. I still haven't been. Well, the trick we'll go next time. Become the trick is though they have a uh, what's it called a escape room, and so mm-hmm. you, it's much better to do the escape room because if you go to the trap museum, you're gonna stand in line for like an hour plus, and that's what I told real. I said, bro, I'm sorry, I'm not standing in line for two and three. Hours. And it was pouring down raining that day, so I was like, so aren't you glad we did the trap museum and not the regular? Me- I mean, the trap, the escape room, and not the museum. Mm-hmm. So he he bought us both tickets for the uh, escape room, so we didn't have to stand in line, and we went in there. So we went there, and then afterwards, I'm like, I didn't have nothing else planned because I didn't know what he was even trying to do. You know, he didn't like tell me what he was really wanting to do, what kind of vibe he was in. So after earlier that day, we had went out to brunch and all that too, though, but into the mall. But afterwards, I was like, let's just go back to the crib. He said, well, I'm trying to go do something. I was like, like what, bro? He's like, I got to do something. I said, what? It's Atlanta. There's a lot of something to do. So like me and him, what we used to do is what I loved. You know, we used to go cruising around the city. We was just cruising around. The weather was good. So we cruised around. It was like towards the night. We cruised around, have great conversations, just reminiscing. We get back to the crib. It's probably like 10. Well, I'm about to go out and do something. I'm like, what do you want to do? I'll go some lounge or something. I said, all right, I'll, let's go. So we went to a cigar lounge, watched some games, smoked cigars, drank, and had a good time. And he had fun. But I'm like, bro, you got to let a nigga know what kind of vibe you're in. Because I do yeah. want I do want people to have a good time if they're coming and staying with me. Like, I feel like when you came down, I think it was right after my birthday or right before or something. Yeah, because you asked me to come down for your birthday and I couldn't come down that weekend. Yeah, okay, because, yeah, because that's when we was turning up and stuff. Yeah, so you didn't get to when everybody else was here. And I low-key felt bad because I was like, we didn't, I don't feel like we went out and did enough while you were here. And I was like, I wanted to do, well, I'm glad that was fine. But I wanted to do more, like, and I wanted you to see some of my other friends that you had met, too, though. But also, but, like, with certain people, they think that you're supposed to just drop everything. And especially if it's not planned. Like, you, we, me, you made a plan for you to come down here. You know, we planned that in advance. But there's so many people that let you know, I'll be in Atlanta next Saturday. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I have a conference Friday and Saturday morning that I don't get out until 1 p.m. And like, bet I'll meet up with you after. We're going to turn up. I'm like, I don't know about turning like, up. I, I got to go home and shower. Like, <laughs> bruh. And then, and for me, I'm like, I live in, and they and people forget the amount of driving you have to do in Atlanta. Like, this is a lot of driving. I live in Smyrna. And my work is downtown. So then I'm driving all the way back out to Smyrna. And then most of the time, people who come to Atlanta that don't know much about Atlanta, they only know the popular spots. They only know where everybody else goes to and not like just some cool spots where people who live here go to. And most of those spots are going to be far from me. I'm like, y'all, I I ain't got it in me all the time. I have to plan. I have to plan (laughs) for this shit now. Like, 
And real is totally on. Well, you know, I do things from the seat of my pants. I'm like, I'm we 34 now, bro. I can't do that that much anymore. I'll be tired. <laughs> I'll be tired when it gets to the weekend. Like if you if you want me to go out on Friday night, you have to ask me by uh Wednesday evening. You can't just no facts because the motherfucker, it'll be during the it'll be during the workout. It'll be like, I don't know, 12 o'clock mm-hmm. on a Friday. And I'll be at work. I'm in a good mood. It's Friday. It's nice outside. And they ask me if I want to do something that night. And I'll be all for it. But then when I get out of work, uh-huh. about seven minutes, I roll around. I don't want to do it no more. But it did sound like a great idea hours before. Then you get off of work, you get home and chill out and change your mind real quick. Like, man, like, especially because if I get all the way home and comfortable and stuff, I probably don't feel like if I didn't took my bra off. I do not feel like. Oh, I legit have to come home, hop in the shower, and start getting dressed. If yep. you if you want to do something, if I get off work at four thirty. If you want to do something at nine, then I'm probably like it's probably it's gonna be harder for me to want to do it because I'm probably gonna come home, shower, lay down, eat, watch TV, and I'm you gotta ask me to do something at like six thirty seven. And if I start so yawning, like, come I... home. So it's like literally I come home, I shower, I start getting dressed and I'm out the door. Because if you mm-hmm. give me enough of a gap where I'm like, oh, I can lay down, I can take a nap. I'm not getting back up. It's yep. right. Yeah, that I can't do it's it like that. Right. That's what I enjoy. Like my group of friends in Florida, we was all on the same vibe for the most part. If it was Friday, they'd be like, hey, y'all want to go out to happy hour or whatever. So we don't even go home after work. We go straight to happy hour and don't mm-hmm. even get comfortable. And then get home around 8, 30, 9 o'clock. And we're like, oh, we had a good time. We're gonna home and not like it was a like a couple weekends ago. That's why I say I don't know how these old niggas can try to fool with these young chicks. Cause this one girl, I thought first of all, I thought she was like 29. Then I found out she's 24. And she hit me up at it was probably 10 30. Hey, we about to go here. You want to meet up with us? I'm like, it's 10 30. Like, I'm good. I'm sitting here with my feet up having a drink, watching uh house hunters on HGTV. What do you mean? You I I can't just be leaving the house at 10 and 11 o'clock no more, bro. And then I like I said, I live all the way out here in Smyrna. And they probably want me to drive 35 minutes downtown. Then I gotta find somewhere to park, or I have to Uber, which is gonna be like $35 just to Uber. And then you know them drinks gonna be overly priced and expensive. And then I don't end up spending $150 that I wasn't planning on spending. <laughs> so Big Willie Southside ain't got it in them. All right, we got uh, you got time for we got one more segment. Talking okay. to you, nigga. <laughs> I, I know. She was just sitting there like, who are you talking to, girl? 